What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith, a.k.a. your favorite light-skinned celebrities generic version. We have an excellent podcast episode for you today. We, I, why do I refer to myself in the third person? Or is that the third person? That's not the third person. Why as the plural, as the multiple? Hmm. Anyway. Got an excellent show for you to get today. Before I get to that, I would like to ask you guys to do me a favor. If you are getting value out of the show, if you're gaining some perspective, if you're learning something, if you're laughing, if it's just making you think about things in a different way, just do me a solid, tell a friend, bring us one friend, help us grow this thing. And, uh, and man, I, I'd just be greatly indebted to you. If you could also subscribe if you're not already doing that. And then finally... This is bonus. If you guys want to go the extra mile, and maybe I should ask you to do this one first. I don't know. Do I need list? Well, go leave a rating and review if you are listening on Apple Podcast. If you do that, that will help us. Uh, be it will help the show get discovered easier. So that in itself would bring us more listeners. So it all works, and I would be internally eternally grateful for you guys doing that so please help us grow this thing i can't do this without you and i just love you guys that have been rocking and rolling thank you for listening to the show um it blows me away when i check these numbers sometimes and uh and see who all is listening and where at and, and who's still rocking you know even two years later so thank you guys i love you guys no ads before i'll talk about some sponsors at the end so stick around for that but Let's get to our guest. I'm sitting with uh I'm sitting down with Bo Dean. He is a cool ass human being. He's doing a whole lot, man. He's an entrepreneur. He has a clothing line. I really love his brand. Um he has his own podcast. He is making music. He's doing shows. Um he's just he's just an all-around good guy, man. I really enjoyed talking to him. Uh, this is a little bit longer of an episode, about an hour, 40-minute conversation. We just, we're just going, man. So I really, really appreciate connecting with this dude, and uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. So without any further ado, please welcome to the show, Bodine. Let's gain some perspective. Now we're doing the damn thing. Yes, sir. Bo motherfucking D. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I was just talking your head off like crazy just oh, now, bro. Man, it's all good, man. I feel like my energy is on 10 today. You know, I um, I took a break. Like I said, I was taking, like, I kind of stepped back from social a little bit. Like, I haven't been posting. Um, I completely took a, I was like, fuck Facebook. It's, yeah. It's, it's toxic, especially right now. It's very toxic, bro. Dude, there was a, like, you know, right when George Floyd, you know, the whole thing happened, like, man, every, obviously everybody's on their back and forth, and I was fucking going ham just like everybody else was, dude. Yeah. And, like, it just, I it left me so just, like, my, just everything was just on fire. Like, I was just so angry, mm -hmm. and, like, I wasn't, like, it just, there's just, like, this inner turmoil I felt. I didn't feel at ease at all. Mm -hmm. It was, like, poison for my soul. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is not healthy. Mm -hmm. I cannot do that shit. It's, and, you know... You don't realize how ignorant like people are. Like some of the like the statuses that I've seen, I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, that's that's how you really feel, bro. Right. Like, come on, man. So like 
having like a social media break is definitely needed. Dude, yeah. I'm just like, well, it's not natural the mm -hmm. way we communicate on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no nuance. It's easy to misinterpret, you know, tone. Yep. And it's just, so I was like, man, I just, like, fuck this thing. Like, mm -hmm. I still have to be on there to promote the podcast when exactly. I do release episodes from, unfortunately, it's just a, a, it is a part of the whole, you know, conglomerate of social media when, especially when it comes to business, you need to have a little bit of a presence everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, man, but I had to step away. But I fucked up today. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up, dude. So I don't know how much you follow. So obviously, you like you're into martial arts, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. are you are you familiar with like do you know like the UFC fights that just happened this past weekend? Yeah. yeah. So Kobe Covington, oh, man. right? Like, but he, you know, I didn't watch him. It's it's really weird. Like you know, we we're talking. Like I fought for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're like this, but. Whenever I start doing something, I kind of, like, watch it less. Yep. Like, I would watch fighting for, like, tape. I'd definitely watch my opponents. You know, I want to be prepared. But, like, I wasn't just – I'm not watching every fucking card like a diehard fan. Because mm -hmm. you're, you, you're too busy getting yourself ready for, you know, your next bout. Yeah, I'm doing it, right? Yep. So, and I feel like I just kind of do it. Like, I listen to less podcasts now that I'm podcasting. Now, mm -hmm. I do listen to podcasts differently. Like, I kind of study, like, oh, yep. like, man, who's a great interviewer? And how do they, you know, how do they manage a conversation? Do you mm -hmm. do, do, you just, mm -hmm. do stuff like that? Yeah, I, like, it's, it's a handful of people that I listen to just to see how they uh, carry themselves and, you know, how they engage, like, the... Uh, you know the uh, guests and stuff like that right mm -hmm. it's like how well do they control the conversations like what questions are at? i was like oh damn would i have asked that question right yep. there like it's kind of fun to do that right yeah so it's like what the fuck was my original so we're talking about social media um oh um colby covington there's this whole thing where he uh you know he's talking shit on lebron james mm -hmm. right what and, now right yeah so immediately after his fight he went and he had uh you know his little post-fight press conference, not the press conference, but his little interview. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just went on a whole tangent, not a tangent, but he just went on a whole uh, spiel, rather, mm -hmm. just just saying some shit. And he's like, not these fake athletes. Either way, he threw some, threw some shade at LeBron James. Right. And then LeBron James, after they just won, he actually kind of threw some shade back. Mm -hmm. So now there's just, everybody's bickering online right now about mm -hmm. LeBron James, because it was... It, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially LeBron James was like, anybody can talk shit, but like once you get in the cage, kind of giving the impression like he would get in the cage with, with Kobe and mm -hmm. probably beat his ass. It's kind of the impression okay. he was given. So everyone's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Kobe, Kobe Covington is a motherfucking, he's, he's a, somebody said he's, he's a, uh, what the fuck is the, I want to get the exact wording. Um, God damn, I'm sorry, dude. I, I smoked sure? before him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking with my memory at the moment. Now you good, man. Um, damn, because I, I, I use the exact same term for what LeBron James is. Like, mm. oh, super athlete. Somebody yeah. said that Colby Covington is a super athlete. And I'm like, well, in my opinion, he's a, he's a, he's a great athlete. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would classify him as a super athlete. I feel yeah. like that's a whole nother level. Yeah. So... The point is, like, they're like, oh, no, like, LeBron James can't fight. Like, Colby Covington will just beat his ass. Shit, LeBron a big boy. That's what I'm saying. He's a big dude. And, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm not a basketball fan, personally. Right. And, like, I'm not a diehard LeBron James fan. However, I do 
recognize what kind of athlete he is Mm -hmm. and what kind of human he is. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I can just, I think I can kind of just rationally look at the situation. I have a lot of experience in it. So back to social media, I made the fucking mistake of making a comment Mm -hmm. on somebody's (laughs) post because they were like, I can't believe even some of you train guys out there would even think LeBron James has a chance. And I'm paraphrasing, but it's Mm -hmm. like, it's, he basically said it's an insane thought. And I'm just like, well, is it an insane thought? I mean, LeBron James is 6'9", 250 pounds. He is a legitimate super athlete. Yeah. Like, I feel like he could probably be the best at anything he actually chooses to do. Mm-hmm. And, and like, if he, if he decided to put that effort in, like, into fighting, he could probably do well. And we're all just assuming that he can't fight. Right. Right, yeah. we're all assume- we, we don't know what he do. You yeah, know like what I'm you outside of basketball, you don't know that man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what his capability. It's like just because you play basketball, it's like I get it. Basketball players are kind of generally looked at as kind of soft. Yeah, um, because there's a lot of theatrics trying mm. to get fouls and shit. <laughs> right, and like LeBron does it the best man. out of everybody. Dude, he acts like a big <laughs> baby. Like don't give me. And I'm a wrestler, like we were talking about. So mm. like that's the same season as basketball. Mm-hmm. Did you play sports in high school? I didn't, bro. I didn't. All I did was rap. Okay. I was rapping and, you know, just, hang, you know, just, just being, doing your thing, being man. Being a guy, yeah. Yeah, man. kind of a little more on the creative side. Yeah. yeah. I, di- I didn't start getting into, like, s- sports and, like, physical fitness till I was, till after college. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when I really wanted to start getting my body right. I was always skinny. You know, I wasn't fat or nothing, but just gaining more muscle yeah. and you know what i'm saying really trying something else but besides rapping and teaching i'm an educator too so okay i just wanted to you know what i'm saying do something that, that i always wanted so uh-huh. I, I did taekwondo back in ninth grade okay but i ain't stick with it though yeah and that's one of the biggest regrets that i ever had quitting taekwondo yep now have you so were you always kind of like a martial arts fan love it yeah ever since i was a kid like i karate kid I was, and shit I was, the three ninjas. Oh, the three. Which which ninja were you? Colt. Your Colt. Colt. Who's this blue? Right. Just the blue. That one. was me too. Yep. That was my dude right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Colt was that dude, bro. Yeah, man. He's just he's a bad motherfucker, yep. bro. He he was like the Raphael out of the three ninjas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying the little renegade. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny you said Raphael because like growing up, I was actually more like a, a Michelangelo fan, Straight. but then like I got a little bit older and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of more Raph. I like I fuck with Raph now. You know what, like the. Ralph's still my favorite, but the older I get, the more I love Michelangelo. Yeah. I folks with Mike. Did you see that they're talking about, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a movie or a comic, basically where like all of them, all them die, die and there's mm-hmm. only going to be one that's like, yep. yeah, dude. Yeah. They, uh, they were trying like to figure right? out. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, we don't know who it's going to be, but right. everybody's assuming that it's either Mike or Donatello. Yeah, I kept seeing a lot of people say that they think it's going to be Mikey just because he would have the best arc. Yeah. You know, from a story perspective. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that'd be dope, though, because like, he would have to mature, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and really carry that mantle. Right. I think that was kind of a lot of the explanation. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. What other movies? Uh, as a kid or just, just period, just, yeah, man. The raid one and two. Ooh, so good, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. So good. Yeah, that's he was more <laughs> like when I seen them two movies, even just the first one, like that just 
Hollywood had to step their game up, like after yeah, that, yeah, because that shit was just nonstop, like just action. Just all I really through. enjoyed how it it brought Muay Thai to the forefront, like to the forefront mm-hmm. for like a lot of people. Yeah, because most people are kind of used to seeing like Taekwondo or Kung Fu, mm-hmm. um, or even more like Krav Maga if you're watching like Batman and different shit like that. Mm-hmm. But that was really like some good Muay Thai in there. Yeah, yeah. Muay, Muay Thai, Salat, uh, fucking Ong Bak. Yeah, Ong Bak. <sighs> like, yeah, I wasn't fucking with three as much, but the first That's two. That's the one where he looked like he he was in the Jungle Book, something like that. <sighs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely kind of like a little bit more um, <clears throat> like fantasy ish. Okay. Yeah, but the first two were cold. Yeah, man. <laughs> the heat, man. I uh, wish that he would have. I don't know. Like everybody knows who Tony Jai is, but I felt just as a fan, his career didn't, you know live up to its best right you know what I'm saying? it didn't kind of pan out how you saw how mm-hmm. it could have yeah i don't know if he just didn't maybe catch on in the u.s you think that's what it was well you uh know um he was supposed to be the main villain in rush hour three really yeah did not know that so uh but he turned it down to work on i think on on two or like three uh, or something like that yeah so he kind of missed that crossover chance yep. huh? oh yeah that's tough. That's tough. Yep. Man, I used to work um, as an overnight security guard. Straight. Yeah, dude. And it was, uh, I, re- I read a fuck ton. I was reading like a book like every three days. That's dope. It was two different buildings. One building that had a camera on us, so I'd read when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. And the other building, we were watching the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, be, I'd bring my computer, I'd watch movies. Mm-hmm. Man, I probably went through every Bruce Lee fucking movie. For real? Yeah, man. I went through every Clint Eastwood movie. Dope. Clint Eastwood's a bad motherfucker. Man. I didn't appreciate Dirty Harry till I got older. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't appreciate a lot of shit till I got older. Yeah, like, once that's I was how it able goes, to man. understand, I was like, damn, this is a dope ass, it's a yeah. dope ass movie, a dope ass book, a dope ass song, and shit like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I used to, I used to try to have the perspective of where, like, I mean, maybe it's just because I just learned through experience where, like, I would hear music sometimes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, maybe my ears just aren't ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me get let me get some time. I'll come back in like six yep. months and see how I feel. That's how I felt about Common when I first listened to him. Mm-hmm. It's like I was in high school and I just I just wasn't of the mind to really understand what he was saying. Like yep. I just I wanted I wanted a different type of just like hip hop rap type mm-hmm. shit. And but now like I fucking love that dude. Yeah, Common's dope, bro. Yeah, man. I I always loved Jay, but it's still things that I'm catching on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that he said on the blueprint or the oh, dynasty. Yeah. I'm like, damn, okay, that's that's what he meant. Yeah. Just he just got endless supply of gems, man. Yeah, man. You fuck with Wu Tang? <laughs> I would, I'm you know, I'm asking I respect what they do. You know why I'm asking is because there's the martial art connection. Okay. I don't know if you if you ever like listen to because I feel like in yeah maybe I I like fuck with certain people more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like some of the groups thing, but I do like. So, kind of the martial arts aspect of like the projects that they put together sometimes is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I can kind of appreciate that. I like Meth the Man. Yeah, Meth goes. Yeah, yeah. Ghost, Ghostface got some joints too that I rock with. Yeah, I just never really got into them like that. Like I, I respect what what they do. Yeah, like I know that's a big staple in, in hip hop. Yeah, but that's not you. Yeah, it's not me, dude. It's not for everybody. Yeah. I like RZA more as a uh, like his movies the. Not, man with the iron yeah, fist yeah i really like those that's dope bro yeah yeah that that was a dope movie he had like one and two too right yes okay yeah. yeah man you know um they're coming out with a new mortal Kombat movie really in 2021 Ooh, that's exciting and it's gonna be r-rated they got fatalities really uh they got 
Joey Towson from the Ray at Sub Zero. They got uh, Ludi Lin. He'll play like the Black Power 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 Ranger. Okay. Uh, in the new Power Rangers movie, Louis Tan. You ever seen Wu Assassin? No, I it's have a, not. It's a TV show. Oh really? On Netflix. Okay. Eco Ways from the Ray, like the main cat from the Ray. It's his show. It's an action show. I'm gonna check it out. Check it out, bro. And then let me know what you think. It's called Wu. Wu Assassin. Wu Assassin. W U Assassins. Let me write that down. Best best action show owner, bro. Really? Crazy. Fucking, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. I've been kind of wasting. I I I kind of have a hard time committing to shows because I'm like, man, because if I start, I have to finish it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how much of my life am I giving up? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I fucking I committed to this DC universe, this Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. With it's it's the uh it's a show called Arrow and then the Flash okay and then there's a show called The Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh, those are like the, the Flash and Arrow are the kind of two main core mm-hmm. ones but then there's The Legends of Tomorrow it has has Batgirl which they just added which I'm not gonna watch that though mm-hmm. the thing is they do crossover episodes okay so that's try they they basically took the Marvel model for movies mm-hmm. and put it into a show that's dope yeah so it but it's a massive fucking commitment bro yeah it's stupid there's like eight seasons on arrow shit six on flash oh, damn i'm not even gonna watch supergirl because mm-hmm. my brother said it, it's really not relevant to the overall storyline mm-hmm. um so i'm not gonna waste my life on that one yeah but there's like five seasons on this legends of tomorrow which is kind of cool on that one because they took uh characters that they introduced on flash and arrow mm-hmm. and put them together like as a team and now they have their own show and they kind of do this crossover. And then they did this Batgirl is like brand new show, but I'm not going to waste my time on that one either. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of <laughs> follow my brother's advice because he's like, he's like the motherfucking comic book movie like expert. Messiah. Yeah, he, just, he, he just keeps up with all the forms. He's like, hey, bro, you know they're about to do this. I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, it's just this massive undertaking. But mm-hmm. I will for sure check that fucking show out. Bro, it's... You will enjoy it. Being that you're a martial artist and yeah. everything, you'll you'll enjoy it, bro. Yeah, yeah. What other things were like inspirational like growing up for those or just in general? Uh shoot man. Those are like the big ones for you? Yeah, like martial arts, uh music. Yeah. Um that's really like the main things that those I are the passions. Was, you know, passionate about. Then being a teacher, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. teachers get like a lot of, you know, flack about it's not they don't get paid the most money and things of that nature, which is true. But the bigger, you know what I'm saying, prize is just changing kids' lives. I didn't I didn't see young men and women change from like a little knucklehead yeah. to going to college, making something out of their life and, you know, doing just as good as me or if even better. You yeah. know, they hit me up, Dean, you know, thank you, you know what I'm saying, for believing in me and yeah. you, know, but, you know because of you you're one of the reasons why i got a degree or i'm becoming a teacher myself and stuff like that so that's always like the you know like the best part of being a teacher dude sometimes kids just need to know that you believe in them yep and they just need to know what's actually possible yep i sometimes feel i'm kind of conflicted at times because i feel like on the one hand we hold kids too accountable mm-hmm. because like your brain's not fully developed until you're 25 yeah and on the same note we, we kind of give them almost too much responsibility to us it's like we, we tell you you can 
you can join the military and you can vote and you can do all these big decisions at 18, but then we don't allow them to like drink. Or mm-hmm. it's like maybe we just even move the voting to 21 mm-hmm. and maybe not allow them to make crazy fucking decisions at 18. But it's like if you do do something when you're like 18 and up, it will ruin your entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25. So mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of people. I, I can use my brother as an example. When he turned like 25, 26, he became a completely different human. Mm-hmm. Completely different human. So if you do get in trouble or you don't have the right influence growing up, like that can leave like a scarlet letter on you for the rest of your life. Facts. And it's like if you get in trouble, there really is almost no redemption if it's a big enough crime. You yep. know what I mean? Like, you're a felon for life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't vote. Yep. Like, you're a fucking slave. Yep. That's all you are. And, uh, you know, I worked in SLPS for most of my school teaching career. Yeah. So, you know, those kids, they were surrounded by, you know, drugs, guns, right. violence, and stuff. A lot of kids, you know, I was able to get through. Yeah. You know, but it, it was some that, you know, got shot. Did the shooting in jail, uh, you know, just went went down that other path. Right. You know? So, you know, that that sucks. But, you know, teachers, my parents or people that I know, they be like, man, you can't save them all. Like, everybody's right. not going to, you know, resonate with what you're saying. Some people got to make decisions, live yep. by the consequences. But the ones that you do get to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah man, it's lovely, bro. Man, I bet that's super rewarding. It is, man. Yeah, I've been, I've been helping with my kids' jujitsu class. They've been doing jujitsu for almost four years now. That's dope. And um, it is pretty cool to see the kids, like, grow up mm-hmm. and, and, like, kind of becoming, like, their own personality and kind of their best self. Yep. It's pretty cool to see that for yeah. sure. Dang. How long have you been teaching? This would be my, like, sixth, seventh year. Oh, really? Yeah, sixth year. Okay, are you still in the public school system? I'm at I'm at Rittner now. You're at Rittner? Yep. Oh no! So yep. everything's super close for you. Everything, bro. Dang. I'm like, skipping a jump, man. That's the way to set up like your whole life, man. Hell Just make yeah. it right there, convenient, so yep. you don't have to go too far. Yep, I can dig that for sure. Um, so I kind of man, we kind of went all over the place there, uh, but to the Colby Covington thing. Okay, I'm gonna close out that note. <laughs> hey, you know what? I I respect Kobe Covington as a fighter. Like I seen like a handful of his fights, and dude, dude, nice. Mm-hmm. I think Willie could have beat him. It it's just something going. Like I don't know if he not hungry no more, or it's like something. It's something that's causing him to hold back his past three fights. Like he just been holding back. Like he hasn't been the beast that he usually is. He just keep backing up. If he get a good, you know what I'm saying, shot, he'll take it. But other than that, he just be, you know, he just be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, man, it's really hard to say. I, you know, it is. It sucks that he lost his last three fights. Yeah. You know, I did notice that he did seem to put his back to the cage quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, it's hard to say, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would love to ask him. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> man. I would love to ask him and kind of see where. Because, I mean, it, it sucks he hurt his rib. I mean, that's. I only watched the last two rounds. Cause I, 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 I thought he had it. You know, when yeah. he had him in that uh, guillotine, I said, okay, there we go. Yeah. But he said, oh, I was like, that's them, that's, that was them rib yeah. shots. Yeah, he was here, and then he, like, kind of came up on his elbow, and mm-hmm. I think maybe when he came up on his elbow, and, like, just with his own tension of squeezing and, the, you know, Colby's tension, it probably just, you know, bent up his rib in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I was doing jujitsu one time, and uh, a guy was going for an arm bar, and his heel just hit me in the right way. Mm. Fucked up my ribs. Like, Damn. dude, I couldn't breathe. It hurt. It was bad for weeks, dude. 
yeah. there's still a knot right here from that shit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so ribs suck. Yeah. Man, I've definitely been there. So it's super unfortunate. I would love to kind of. I can't. I don't want to say anything negative or, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I got to wonder, like, what does it do? And, and, and maybe it didn't affect his camp at all. Maybe, he, mm-hmm. it, you know, he does. His, he can separate the two. But I got to wonder, like, man. When you're competing at that level, world championship level, like you got to be hungry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he did win the belt and he defended it several times and he was a great champion, right? Like yeah. he I mean, he did his fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like it seems like these fights that he lost, there's always kind of something else all kind of going on outside of fighting, like for example, like the Titan Games mm-hmm. or you know, he dropped an album right before he fight Usman mm-hmm. or you know, he's he's hosting a show on TMZ. Mm-hmm. So I got to wonder like you know, if if whoever you're fighting is only living in the motherfucking gym, thinking about taking your belt, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, and you kind of have these other things you're doing to make money, which is, dude, I'm not hating on the on the hustle, like, do mm-hmm. your movies, do your thing, but I kind of wonder, like, does that take away from the, the focus needed to fight at that level? Well, you know, with the, so with the album, he did that with my, uh, my guy T T Dubbo. That's who I rap with. Yeah, I saw that. So he did that with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they they did that months months prior before to, to him him like fighting. Okay. Um. So he was training like yeah. That's what I'm saying. It. Like I don't know if it did or not. I know he's training. Yeah. And then like you know even during this whole COVID thing does, like but does the he, promo he was on sway he was on sway you know promoing like, yeah I mean does that take the focus off. That's a good question. I don't know, man. That's a good question. I would, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like I'm not trying to like throw. Yeah, sh- I'm just, I'm just, I'm, sure. I would love to ask him. That's like, dude, yeah. like, you know, it's like. That's, but, but, but you know, like, what kind of, what kind of baffles me is like, after the, uh, um, Usman loss. Yeah. He was training like he was in Thailand and everywhere, yeah. like just getting it in. Yeah. And he came back in great shape and everything. And, yeah. You know, and then he he fought old boy, and it. It just ain't go his way. Yeah, I don't think anybody questions his physical ability to fight, mm-hmm. but it's the mental. Just aspect. mental. It's the okay. switch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like from from my experience, like my last two fights, I lost both of them, and it wasn't because I wasn't physically able. I was actually the best camps I've ever had, mm-hmm. the easiest weight cuts I've ever had. I was in the best fucking shape, mm-hmm. but mentally. When I got in there, mm-hmm. I didn't fucking want it bad enough. Mm. I didn't want it. It was just like, fuck, I don't need this shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. So it's like, I wonder, like, it's it's more mental than physical. Physically, he's there. Yeah. But it's like, what what is it? It's like, it's you know, like, when you're the fucking lion, you're the old lion at top, and you're the fucking king, like, all these motherfuckers are coming to eat you. They want yep. your lunch, bro. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're just dreaming about it. Yeah. And all Kobe Covington wanted was to beat Tyron Woodley so he can get the Usman. Yep. It's like he wanted it more right there. I I knew it was gonna be a good fight. I knew Covington was gonna put up a good fight when I didn't hear him talking no shit. I was like, okay, he's training. He's taking like, this serious. He, he's taking this serious. Yeah, because so he, he talks shit. Yeah, and he talked a lot time. of it after. <laughs> but he, I, like that just shows that he 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 thought of Willie to a very that level. You knew have re- to regard. Yep. Tyron is one of the best in the fucking world yeah. at, at any time. Yep. Right, with hands in, like the takedown. Wrestling's amazing. Yep. Oh my god, he's uh, you know I've actually been fortunate enough. I got to train with him a handful of times earlier in his career. That's dope. And um, man, he's just he's just a he's he's an exceptional athlete. His yeah. hands are crazy fast. Yeah, really good boxing, good mm-hmm. distance. Um, obviously a powerhouse wrestler, great mm-hmm. hips, just a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now he's a phenomenal athlete, 
But I, even Tyron, I wouldn't call a super athlete. Mm-hmm. Like I would LeBron, LeBron. James. Mm-hmm. I feel that nigga's 6'9", 250 <sighs> pounds, bro. Could you, could, could you picture him in the octagon? Like I could. He, he could use his like distance just to. It'd be hard to get on him, dude. He's a big man, and he's not slow. Nope. And here's and here's also my thought process, and this actually kind of came after the fact. So I'll, I'll talk about the post real quick. Like okay. I, I I said those parts kind of points I made, and mm-hmm. then a couple people kind of came back. One dude was like, he couldn't play in the NFL, the NHL, or he couldn't play soccer. Mm-hmm. And my response to that was, well. He was the number one recruit in Ohio for both football and basketball. Mm. And Ohio is actually a powerhouse high school football state. Mm. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure he would have did fine in the NFL. And then he had his comment back, and I didn't even respond to that one. Mm. And then the guy's original post, like we were respectful between me and the the guy who made the original post. He's a black belt in jujitsu. I've had him on the podcast. I like the guy. Stoke. He came back. He had several good arguments. Uh, one thing he did say, which I disagree with, is I, again, I wouldn't call Kobe Covington uh, a, a super athlete. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great athlete. Um, I feel like he can probably do a lot of sports well. But when I think of a super athlete, the physical prowess does matter. And Kobe Covington only fights at 170, and LeBron James is 250 pounds. Mm. That, I mean, f- physically, that that has, let me say that reach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that that does matter. And they, he did talk about how Kobe's a, a D1 wrestler, but not every D1 wrestler is the baddest motherfucker alive. I yeah. mean, that's, that's but that does matter because if he does get in on LeBron, he would probably be able to dump him on his head. Most likely, mm-hmm. um, the mental toughness is there. There are a lot of great wrestlers though who aren't amazing athletes. Yeah. So being a great wrestler doesn't make you an amazing athlete. Like it doesn't make you a a, a super athlete. Mm-hmm. It was kind of my so he had, but he had all these arguments. I'm just like, look, man, it's not that really important to me. It's just my opinion. Right. Like we can agree to disagree. <laughs> like I I didn't say that Kobe wouldn't win. Yeah, I just I just said I wouldn't count LeBron out. Like yeah. that's all I'm saying, man. He gonna he gonna get some hits in. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm just saying you can't count the motherfucker out. So I left it at that. But then, bro, I probably had six people at me, like comment after fucking comment after comment after comment. Mm-hmm. Like these motherf- like, and and maybe I got pissed off because I'm just like, you motherfuckers don't know me. Like I I actually like I'm not. I'm not, like, a super LeBron James fan. Like, I'm not a basketball fan. I even said that in my last comment. Uh, but I'm like, I'm like, you motherfuckers don't know me. Like, I'm just saying, like, you can't count them out. I even told Nick, agree to disagree. If you want to find out what I'm about, I put the fucking address to my gym. <laughs> <laughs> I took it there. You motherfuckers come to the gym with me. I go, I fought professionally, and I train every day with jujitsu. Like, I'm not a fucking keyboard warrior, bro. Right. Like yeah, you could come right. to you so, actually do this for real. Yeah, like you can come to the fucking gym and find out. And I don't care if you're a black belt in jujitsu. If you if you got those white belt hands, you can still <laughs> <laughs> you'll still get the business, Hell bro. Yeah. And right now, dude, like I'm I'm preparing for this big jujitsu tournament mm-hmm. in um in Orlando. It's called the Pan Ams. That's dope, bro. And um and I and I've I've kind of like tapered back on my smoking a little bit. Like mm-hmm. today's actually probably the first day I smoked like a week. For real. And it, but I become super fucking confrontational. Does it does it like does like smoking weed does it kinda off your game? Like when you train and stuff like that? <sighs> when I train? No, no. Like if I'm trying to learn something, I don't wanna be like, you know, I don't wanna be too stoned. Okay. Right? Because it's sometimes it might be a little hard to, to get new concepts that way. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just going to go train and roll, like it kinda helps put me in a zone. Okay. It kinda relaxes me some. But like on the same note, 
I don't have this intense ego where I need to get this validation from winning. Yeah. It's kind of part of the reason why I stopped fighting. It's like I don't need, I don't have the drive to compete. Mm-hmm. But to progress in jujitsu, a part of it is you do. They, your your professors would usually want to see you compete to mm-hmm. make sure it's like, are you able to do these things? Are you really at that level? Yeah. And I'm really working hard to get my black belt. So I mean, all fingers like things go well, I think I might get in, in December. You really have no choice, luck, but I man. feel like I'm just trying to do everything I can to make it happen. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. So yeah. it's just all the journey. But either way, so I'm prepping for this tournament, which mm-hmm. is coming up here in like two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And dude, I'm just like super like fucking confrontational right now, <laughs> which is probably part of the reason why I made that goddamn post. <laughs> But I was just like, I, and I just left it at that. I'm yeah. just like, listen, you motherfuckers come find me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> crickets. Yeah, like, crickets. I mean, I just, I, I had to turn off notifications. I can't keep checking that shit. Because, again, it's not fucking healthy to, like, yeah. be in that constant state of excitement over, it's not even fucking important. I don't yeah. even, I really don't even care. Yeah. Why did I get so pissed off Man, and just invite people to come pe- to the gym? <laughs> pe- people be on, like, they get on Facebook or these social media platforms and put on a whole different dude per, uh, reckless on fuck i had a dude he, he my pops passed so uh on my ig post you know i filmed me at the cemetery and this dude was like fuck your pops what i'm like all right bro like you gotta come see me for that right you know I mean? like yes but i but i know him like mm. You're not going to make yourself visible, you know what I'm saying, to, to come out to see me. Right. You're just going to keep typing, you know People what I'm saying? People do that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they know where they can find me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> man, it's just be like that sometimes. I mean, I wish I wouldn't have done that because I feel like I just put negative energy in the world and I don't like to do that. No, I mean, because even with this dude, I, I told him, like, you can come to my dojo, you know what I'm saying? That's we can, true. We can settle it like that you yeah. know what I'm saying and, and instead of taking it to some street shit you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah it doesn't have to be ignorant it's just oh, to yeah. come see what I'm about and that's see, if, I, and see if I really know what I'm talking that's about that's why I be telling cats like cats that be having issues with me like we can come to the dojo we can you know what I'm saying bo- you box it out you know what I'm saying and after that yeah, it's all love, man. Be done. I have no animosity, but yeah. I'm just kind of in this place where I'm ready to rip fucking people's heads off because yeah. I'm going to a tournament where I plan to do that. <laughs> so it's just like I got to get in that mental state. I feel sorry for my girlfriend right now because it's, <laughs> it's probably bad. She's, she's like running some errands, but it's probably bad living with me at the moment. <laughs> That's no, all good. Bless her heart. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be yeah, good. Um, be cool. So you train martial arts now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you do right now? Uh, MMA. Okay, so so ju- jiu-jitsu, wrestling, kickboxing, boxing. Where you train at? Uh, Wise Warriors Martial Arts. Where's that? Ray Norris. Uh, it's right off Maplewood. So it's in. It's right. It's in the lot next to the Snooks lot. Huh. Shop and save lot on okay. Maplewood. Yep. I know what you're talking about. So Who Who's the instructor there? I think Ray Norris. Ray Norris. Mm-hmm. Ray Norris. I wonder if I know him by face. I'm not the best. At I had to show you like a picture. Okay. But he's he he's been in tournaments and, and like all of that. What's he's the pri- a, so is it primarily like MMA? Are you guys like putting on a gi and doing jujitsu mm-hmm. or you no, got no like, gi. like no gi type no stuff? Kind of just like have the whole hybrid of it all together. Yeah. Okay. Now like if you're going for your belt. You know he prefers you to wear gi like at least the pants. Does he teach gi? Mm, no, it's pretty much like just like no gi. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it, I mean it's cool, man. Like, yeah. uh, I just learned so so much within the past two two years that I've been there. I've yeah. been doing martial arts for about five years. Okay. Uh, my first trainer was Brian Davis. 
and he taught me pretty much it was more like on like self defense mm. just how to you know what I'm saying moves and things to like use in like a fight uh he taught me like a lot of Muay Thai Muay Baran stuff okay. it's a lot and when I was going going there consistently I was becoming more flexible I could get my legs high yeah but just working two two jobs and stuff like that yeah you know that stuff started to intertwine with my uh, schedule so now that I'm down to one I got more time to train and you know fo- focus on my other endeavors and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure you're staying busy. Always, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you're grinding, dude. I mean, you got, got, your, got your clothing line. Yes, sir. Right? I mean, Fro, Fro Nation. Fro baby. Nation. Let me, let me go ahead and just open this now. Like, yeah, man. Uh, that's dope. I really appreciate the shirt, man. Oh, man. I, I appreciate you for having me on the podcast, uh, bro. Oh, dude. You know, it's so funny. Uh, so, are you a believer in like, um, like, like just the law of attraction yeah. and different things like so like man i'm i i pay attention to a lot of different things there's not too many details i don't really ma- i miss and like mm-hmm. when i started this podcast like i kind of went on a hunt to see like who was doing what in st louis mm-hmm. and i created this huge long list of people i wanted to sit down with i never knew when i would but i just figured i would and like mm-hmm. you were on my you've been on my list for a minute Damn, bro. i appreciate that bro. so it was just kind of cool when you like reached out to me i'm like mm-hmm. that's the motherfucking universe telling me it's time man <laughs> <laughs> that's dope yeah yeah justin yeah, man dope. he uh he hit me up because i was i okay. made a post yep okay yeah he had, he hit me up because i had made a post and was like i'm looking for more people to interview on you know what i'm saying my pod, podcast not just mu- musicians but cast us you know what i'm saying doing dope things in st st louis so he mentioned you he said yeah man how let my dude adam I said, like, all right, I'm gonna reach out to him, man. And I checked out your profile and your podcast and stuff. I was like, yeah, man, let me get him on there. So, yeah, he'll, he'll be on mine in October. Dope. Yeah, but I'm excited for that, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, man, that's cool, man. Justin's my dude, man. He's yeah, a, he's a good guy. Yeah, cool, cool cat, man. Oh, man, Fro Nation, man. I liked it. Fro Nation. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Fro Nation, we stand, man. Divided, we fall. Yeah, bro, for real. We really do. We really do. That seems to be the thing right now, man. Everybody's yeah. fucking divided. Hell, hell, hell yeah. I mean, Almost by design. It's weird. You know, like, the most I've seen people unified was 9-11. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When those when those towers, when the planes hit the towers, <laughs> excuse me, that's when I've seen people, uh, black, white, just cool. We were all just Americans. Yep, then. Yeah, we were just chilling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. Then a couple months went went by and it was right back to the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy, man. It's almost like we have too much access to information and everybody. Like, we're not meant to take in all this damn information. Yeah. It's almost too much. And the news clearly has an agenda to, like, mm-hmm. get viewers. So they're going to put shit on there. Like, they're, it's going to attract your attention. And usually people are attracted to negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's fucking, it's wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, uh, that's why I like being busy. Like, being busy and doing stuff. It's like, it. It keeps my mind off of negative shit, man. Like, I, I don't got time to entertain it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have no time for the negativity, yep. dude. Like, I'm I'm a big believer in, like, taking audit of the energy that you allow around yourself. Mm-hmm. So if somebody isn't, you know, meeting the standard, like, you got to cut them out. Yeah. yeah like, e- even when people be, you know, when, when, when people do be throwing shade or hating and, and stuff like that, I'll see it. But I don't be having. I don't really be tripping off like, all right, bro. What like whatever. I gotta go into class or work on some music or what. Like you keep hating while I keep elevating. You know what I mean? 
Right. I mean, you can't control where they're living. It really has nothing to do with you anyway. Yeah, facts. Yeah, man. That's why, like, you just can't take things personal. Yeah. Have you read the book? Are you a reader? Do you like mm-hmm. to read, or do you yeah. prefer audiobooks or podcasts or like both? Bo- yeah, both. You, you yeah, know? I uh, like the audiobooks, man, because uh, I just be on the move. You know what I mean? So just listen to the audio book. Right. I can, you know, just what I'm saying? put it Retain in and go more. do something too. Yeah. yeah, as you're moving. Yeah, especially in the car, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm always in the car. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a good move, dude, for yeah. sure. I um I read this book. It's called The Four Agreements. And it's essentially by it's essentially like if you live by these four agreements, it can just kind of make your life better. And the four agreements are like always do your best, um, never assume anything, um, never speak ill of anybody, and then um, oh well, actually it's, it's be impeccable with your word, always do your best, never mm-hmm. assume. What the fuck was the last one? I'm mad at myself for forgetting it. See, I need to read that book because you're about the third or fourth person that asked me about that book yeah dude you know what i would let you borrow it i let somebody else borrow it i'm almost afraid to ask it for <laughs> it back <laughs> hey bro did you did you read that book did you, did you finish reading that book yet bro did you think i gave it to you <laughs> <laughs> but what what is it what are the four i'm mad i don't know them um what are the four agreements oh yeah be impeccable with your word don't take anything personally that's what I mean, that's exactly why I just said to lead into mm-hmm. the whole point. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. So, like, kind of live by those four agreements. Yeah, for sure. It makes it better. So the whole point is don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. I always just try to be like, whatever is happening in this situation, if it is some negative shit, like, if I'm not directly causing it, it's usually, like, I mean, because I'm, I, you know, some people just bullshit follows them. Mm-hmm. And that's because of them, mm-hmm. right? And I try to make sure that's not around me. So it's like if you're just like causing, throwing some shit my way, there's probably something not right internally with you. Like I can't, Facts. I can't take that personally. Yeah, yeah, man, because everybody's on their own fucking, yeah, their own thing, man. Usually, man, when somebody got an issue with with me, it's definitely something wrong with with them. Cause I don't be like I be in my own little 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 world, man. Yeah, I be in my own little bubble. You're like, too busy trying to create. Yeah, I'll be too. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm Music. trying to leave a legacy here, man. Yeah, you know what man. I mean? It's like when I when I'm dead and gone, it's it's a couple things you can remember me by. You know what I'm saying? Like my like my apparel. You know my goal is to make that bigger. You know what I'm saying? And my music. You know and shows and you know just a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. Like that's that's my goal is to like leave my mark here. Dude, I mean, it's definitely it's. I'm all about like building a legacy. Yeah, like that's definitely like, like you can't take it with you, but you can definitely leave a good legacy. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, life is long too, man. It's like yeah, if, you, if you, it ain't short. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, in a relative sense, it is, but mm. really, it's not. Yeah. You know, for us, it's like, man, you can do a lot if yep. you just every day, a little bit every day. Just man. do it, man. I I like tell people all all the time that they they like, man, I, I want to do this, but. I don't know where to start. I'm like, just, just do it. Just start. Just do it. Yeah. yeah, dude. It's so weird. Like everybody wants to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. It's the amount of people who will. I'll, I'll notice that they will look for a recommendation or they'll ask something on Facebook, and it's like, why don't you just Google it? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Or it's like, why are you asking me how to do this thing when like nobody told me how to fucking do it? I just mm-hmm. sit there and I research and I research and I research and I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I even started writing blogs just so like when people would ask me stupid questions, I'm just like, go to my blog. That's what's up though. <laughs> That's what's up, man. It's like, dude. I don't, and really, when I get people like when they're like, well, what's your number one advice for podcasts? I'm like, just do it. Just mm-hmm. start. Yep. Like the amount of people who I talk to that have either. 
thought about doing a podcast, have the name for their podcast, bought the equipment for their podcast, mm-hmm. and still haven't done shit. is <laughs> is astronomical. There's so many of them. Yeah. I'm just, dude, just start. Yep. And just keep going. I uh, told a homegirl that yesterday. She's a musician, and she's just sitting on records. She's like, you know, I, I, I want to put it out, but I don't know how people are going to feel. Wham. I'm like, just put it out. You know, just put it out. And then when you put it out, you know, you'll get feedback. If you don't get feed feedback, then you know you need to make the next one better. You know what I'm saying? But just put that out. And once once you put it out, you'll look at it different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like music, when I'm listening to my music that's unreleased, I'm listening to it from a different, you know, aspect. Then once I put it out, I'm listening to it from like a fan's point of view or like a critic. Is I'm that like, because it's already done? Yeah. Yeah. And like then that. like once it's out, I don't listen to it no more. Like I'll listen to that first week or two. You know what I'm saying? But after that, I'm on to something else. On to the you next one. Mean? Yep. Yeah, man. What's your process like for creating your music? Uh, man, I get beats. And so if I'm working with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like me and T-Dub, like we went, we was in the studio. We knocked them songs out to, uh, together. Yeah. Cast an email beat. So we'll, you know, bring beats to the lab, pull them up and we'll just knock them out. Yeah. I we're, saw a little clip where you were talking about how y'all compete. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> man, we're, we're, we're very competitive. Like when it comes to like making music, like yeah. we always try to best each other, but that brings out the best. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Healthy competition is yeah. what creates fucking championships. Yep. Yeah, yeah bro. so we're we're very com- competitive, um, but when I just work on my own music, it's just man, I be vibing. I might be at my home st- studio and work. I write a lot of stuff when I'm like driving, okay. when I'm driving, or even when I'm in class. Like, I'll. It's like weird, man. I could teach and tune them out at like the same time. I'll be, I'll skill. give them answers and I'll be, you know, writing, you know what I'm saying? Some okay. raps down. It's, it's you crazy. You just kind of like just kind of freestyle to yourself throughout the mm-hmm. day all the time. Yeah. And, you know, it, it came like that because I was working like two two jobs and all that stuff for a long time. So I had to train myself to to really do that, to mm. be able to write, you know what I'm saying, during the, uh, the uh, day. Okay. So I'm a quick writer. You know what I mean? So like, but now that I have like more time to do so, yeah, you know, it's a a little more easier. Yeah. Now, I do you listen to a lot of music, or are you just mm-hmm. are you just more? Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. still a fan of music. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. Like that's kind of like one of the the few crafts, or maybe maybe film film too. But like, you can still do it and consistently still be a fan. Now, I don't listen to a lot of new music. Yeah. It's pretty much like stuff that inspired me when i was coming up you, you know what i'm saying yeah i just listen to, to the old stuff so who are you listening to what what, what are your jams fab uh lil, lil wayne okay jay uh dipset drake kendrick mostly like instrumentals though i would listen i would drive around and listen to instrumentals like even just beats i'm not even rapping off of i just like listening to beats like yeah now that i'm learning how to produce like myself I'm listening just to hear, like, you know, how, how they constructed everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One kind of keeps you on that frequency, right? Where mm-hmm. you're constantly in that creative mode. Yeah. It matters. Like, you work, it's like a muscle. You can work yep. that muscle, man. Yeah. Man, my, I don't know, my my mind just be all over the place. I'll listen to beats, like, one minute, then I'll turn on a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Then I'll, you know, reading something, yeah. or, you know, this. This everywhere, man. Yeah, man. There's a few cats out now, man, that I fuck with hard. You you listen to Russ? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, he yeah. is just so talented. Right. His like business mind mindset, man. Crazy, bro. Dope. Yeah. Crazy. I fucks with Russ. I I'll listen to like an hour and a half long interview before I listen to like his his like music, but that's because mm. I I just respect his grind, respect that mindset. You know what I mean, what he does like I I've said listen, yeah. he's truly self made, self made, bro. He produces his shit, he yep. mixes, he masters, he sings. He getting all the royalty checks. Bro. Oh my god, he's everything. He's killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. Yep, selling out Red Rocks and shit. Yep. Like my so Justin went to Red Rocks to watch him. Oh word. Yeah, it's funny because he put that in a song, but I only say that because. Justin went to watch him. He's like, yeah, I went out there by myself. Damn. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, he fucks with him hard. And then there's this other new cat, man. His name's Cal Scrooby. Haven't heard of him. Bro. Hard. Bro. His penmanship, his 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 projects, his last two projects, mm-hmm. and even some of those before. Like, man, he's the future. I'm going to check him he out. He's fucking good, man. It's this white dude out of Ohio. Damn. Fucking good. His flow is sick. I love his creativity. He puts out just just bananas content is so good his hey, music hey, videos are fun these white dudes be spazzing bro man he is so fucking good he's one of the best i've seen in a long time i'm Damn. so excited about this kid it's fucking Damn. crazy man i feel like i'm jocking him crazy hard but like oh, no, i'm a no, big no, no, fucking no. fan of this dude man no, let me let me cal scrooby man cal he's scrooby. he lives out in la i would really love to sit down with this guy um, but i think he's from cleveland I was so angry because so right as COVID was happening, he, he was he finally said I'm gonna go on a tour, mm-hmm. and he went to Kansas City and he came to St. Louis. But I think I went out of town. I can't remember what exactly. I was pretty sure I was like I was out of town doing something, Damn. podcasting, doing something different, and I didn't get to see him. Mm-hmm. And and when he came to St. Louis, I was super disappointed. But then I was like, man, maybe I'll catch like another show, like in like Indy or well, this fairly like I'll drive to go see the dude because it's like it's. I, I kind of regret some past times to where like I didn't catch an artist when you could catch them at a more intimate spot, mm-hmm. and then they came back and they come up. Yeah, dude, and like for example, in particular, G Easy, mm. he came through, and it was I don't know, like at the Shade Room or somewhere, just like it was more of an intimate spot. And then next time he came back, he fucking blew up, and he's at the Verizon. He like sold it out too, didn't he? Dude, it was crazy. Like I went to that, and I, but it was like it was like man, I wish I would have caught this motherfucker like yeah. in the intimate scene. And honestly, man, like I've kind of fell off of him because. Like at a certain, this everybody goes through their own transitions and stuff. Mm. But it's like you can tell when somebody's not as hungry anymore, yep. and they're not putting out the same type of shit. And it's like, hey man, like that's you. I, no disrespect, but that's just not me no more. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna listen to it. So like, I don't listen to him as much. Like, but yeah, man, I wish I would have caught him. So that's why, like with Cal Scrooby, I'm like, man, this dude's unsigned. Mm. He's just doing his own fucking thing. Like he doesn't want to fuck with the label. Like he's yeah. just like, I'm just gonna do it that way. Shit, you don't need him. Yeah, you don't. He he actually um, on his story the other day. He just put out a music video, and uh, it had it was at like I don't know like seventy thousand views or something like that. And mm-hmm. then he ended up like talking to some guy in like the music industry, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, How, "Like, would you like if we did this for you?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, that'd be dope." And basically, they. Whatever they did algorithmic wise, they made it so like overnight that thing had like nine hundred thousand views. Damn. And then the next day he was like, Man, I'm pissed. He's like, I wish I wouldn't even talk to that motherfucker. He's like, I would have got a million views anyway, but I wanted to do it the right way. Like right. he's like as like I don't need these motherfuckers to do it. He's yeah. like, If it if it takes longer, it takes longer. Yep. He's just like he's just so just like 
pure hustle. That's dope. He's like, fuck these labels. Hell yeah. And he's just doing his thing, man. And it'll like, help you, like, just the organic way. You'll know who who really fucking with you, and it'll help you appreciate the process more, like that, like yeah. that journey. Yeah, man, you know man. I mean? You know, it's we're just in an amazing time to where you can truly create your own path, especially yep. with music. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like, yep. do you feel that way? Mm -hmm. Or I mean, everybody can produce music. There's yeah. not the really the middleman, so it can yep. get kind of loud. It it really determines like your hustle, kind of your your money too, in order to get you know what I'm saying certain placements and and, and stuff like 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 that yeah and the people fuck with you yeah it's all networking yep like how many people can you meet like doing the shows yep. right so people start fucking building your you know mm -hmm. your fucking your on i hate how important social media is yeah but if if you do it right instagram followers can equal dollars oh hell yeah yeah right you know they got some on facebook now like facebook monetizes you know stuff that you put out yeah so yeah like like the money's there you just gotta figure out a way to you know what i'm saying bring bring that money in yeah be smart with your business yes sir do you read business books or <sighs> business podcasts or do you got not really i need no. to get started though you know uh because that's that's a very necessary tool you know what i'm yeah, saying it's all business at the end of the day yeah. but like you said you like to listen to like russ give a, yeah. you know, an interview like you're picking up that way uh brand brand man sean uh he's a business uh, podcast for vlog that uh, okay. gives a lot of insight on what independent artists should like do. So I listen to him, listen to a lot of Nipsey for like interviews and everything. <sighs> man, rest in peace to the great man, dude. Like, I'm so disappointed in myself because I didn't really get into him until after he passed. You know what? I didn't either. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But I, he was putting people in game for a long time. I judged the book time. by its cover, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, man. I was like Nipsey Hustle. Uh, he and at the time when he was coming out, I'm just like, there's not a lot of good newer guys, or maybe I just didn't hear about him in time, and he already been out a little bit. I'm mm -hmm. just like, I don't want to fuck with his music. You know, like whatever it I, was, I judged. I respected his music. I opened up for him. I just are met, you open for him? Mm -hmm. Oh, so you when met he, him when he came. I didn't meet him. Oh, uh, okay. But I, I mean, like, <laughs> but still, yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you fucking yeah. like you opened up. For, yeah, yeah, that's it, dope. It was pretty dope, man. Like I knew who he was but like we was talking about earlier like yeah. i'd be focused on me you and stuff i got going 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 on at the time he's just a dude mm -hmm. you're like cool man you know you got your following like it opened up on your show dope yep because yep. then you get his fans yep yeah yeah it's good business but like even even like before he you know passed yeah I respected what he did. Like, okay, yeah, that's dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I just focused on Yeah, I bet now though you wish you would have met his ass. <laughs> and you know what? My cousin You focused on you. Worked with him. Like he he built his website. Really? He went out he and you weren't we'll tripping go out to not really. You know, <laughs> that's what that's what that's why I said ah uh, because it's like you probably could have, yep. but you just weren't tripping off of it. My cousin was like, you know what, man, I ain't never take you to go see Nipsey. You know, I was like, damn, I wish I would have, you know. Now you wish went you out to Cali with you then, because yeah, he, he had he had took a couple, you know, what I'm saying friends to go, you know, meet him. Yeah, you're well you know plugged in, huh? Yeah, nice. Yeah, man. But he was putting people in game for a long time. A long time, man. Yeah. You wanna know who else that I, you know, uh, start fucking with after he passed? Uh, XXX Tentacion, really? Like man, he's he's a great artist. Really, great. I still haven't gotten on to him. Yeah, bro. Like when you look past all the trolling, yeah, and all the you know the the tabloids and everything, what he did, like his music, yeah, was great. Really, like, I think he would have been probably like the he he would have been that nigga of this generation. Really, yeah, man. Huh? Yeah, I have to check bro. him out. 
Yeah, man. I just love music. Yeah. Have you always been in the music always your been whole a fan. life? Man, before I was listening to rap, I was listening to like WWF, <laughs> <laughs> the Dude, soundtracks and up there. Like that's what I was listening to. Like that, uh, like uh, Tekken, Street Fighter soundtracks and shit. I was into that type of shit. Okay, so I you're still listen to music scores. Yeah, okay. yeah. I love soundtracks, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Leo Shefflin or whatever, but he produced the Dirty Harry, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Uh sound soundtracks, the rush hour thing. Really? All type of shit. I'll be listening to him, you know what I'm saying? Driving. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So Man, do you remember what your first like album or C D or whatever it is you bought was? The first one I bought was Big Willie style. Was it? Yep. <laughs> Big Willie style. Yeah, bro. I had that one too, man. Yeah. That's dope. You know, the first thing I bought was uh, the Friday soundtrack. Okay. Man. That shit was knocking too. Dude, just, it was it was dope. Yeah. Yeah, man, I fucked with that hard. Man. Like my favorite song was that Roll It Up, uh, Light It Up by, Super, by uh, Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know, you can't, you can only <laughs> get that song on that CD really? or one of their other CDs. You can only get it at that, and you can't buy only the song. Mm. I tried to buy the song. You had I had to buy the whole I had to buy the whole soundtrack. You will can't get it on Apple Music or like Spotify. No, no, I, I bought it through Apple Music. Oh damn, you gotta purchase get, that more through Apple Music. They will not let you buy the individual song. Damn, you have to buy the entire album that that song is on. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a dope ass song. It's it classic, is. bro. Yeah, but I, I fucked with that hard. My mom probably was letting me listen to shit I shouldn't have been whenever I was younger. Yeah, my mom would. <laughs> she would let me listen to it, but it'll it'll be edited. You oh, okay. Know what I'm yeah. yeah. I was the only kid in like school who had edited, you know, albums, getting yeah. laughed at and stuff. All my friends was like, "We'll be." You know what I'm saying? Talking about albums. I'm like, that song ain't on my swing <laughs> 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 on my CD. Yeah, dude, bro. My my friend when I was a little kid had a. Uh, I think his parents got like one of the newer Coolio CDs, and oh, wow. uh, I think there's a song on there. I think I, don't know, I could be making this up. I think I don't know. No, I can't remember what the fucking name was. Either way, the word "bitch" was in there significantly, mm-hmm. and I liked the song. Mm-hmm. So I went out and I bought the album at Walmart, mm-hmm. not knowing it was like oh, an yeah. edited version. Yep. I put on the song. I'm like, where the fucking <laughs> and where the and like I'm the little kid. Like who gives a shit? But like took the damn thing back <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is what i wanted like i didn't I, I didn't know at the time there was edited i was like i thought this was just the music my mom put me on front street uh remember i don't know if you remember but it was a sound revolution on Lindbergh. so we used to go there to listen to music before we buy it like they'll they'll yeah. let you listen so i was like mom let me get this you know tapes all right so she was listening to it She's like, oh no, you can't get this. Is too much cursing here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. They got to edit the one. You can get that one. Yeah. So everybody like looking and laughing. Like, man, give me that, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I wouldn't let my kids listen to the shit I was listening to. Yeah. And that fucked. Nah, nah, and nah. I'm, you, you know what? You no know better. You do better. The older you get, the the older I get, the more I appreciate. You're right. My it sucks parents. at the time, but you mm-hmm. know why now? Like I couldn't spend a night over a lot of people's houses. Yeah. I had to check in when I got off the bus. At a certain age, I had to be in during the streets, the street lights. Uh, oh, yeah, the I had street to lights. Call them, call them and let them know where I was going. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. now I appreciate it because kids are getting kidnapped, killed, you know what I'm saying? They're all fucked up, sit, raped. Dude, you just don't really know, you know, all the danger. People get complacent, man. Mm-hmm. And the the safety is an illusion sometimes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know, people get fucking, they get too comfortable, they start slipping. Yep. Start motherfucking slipping, man. That's that's. Then you get robbed. Then mm-hmm. you, then you're in an area where you probably shouldn't be. You're yep. a soft target. Yep. You gotta keep the head on a swivel, bro. Yep. And my parents, they'll be like, "What part of 
the town you're going to. Oh, here, nah. Because you, as nah, a kid, bro. you don't think things through. Yep. That's the whole. Your brain's not fully developed, man. Exactly. You'll, you'll put yourself in some hairy situations real quick. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can think of some things I did as a kid. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? A <laughs> <laughs> lot. No, oh my man. god, it's like, it seemed like fucking tripping. Seemed fine at the time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Like I had my my little tough guy phase, and my dad, like he he brought me around people, you know that that lived that life, you know that was in jail or just got out of jail and working at Jack in the Box, you know what I'm saying? They're like, hey, bro, like, you ain't, you don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? That ain't the way you want to go. Like, look at me. Right. That changed my tune up real quick. Like, shit. Were you were you a fighter growing up? Did you fight? I fought a handful of times. I mean, most boys You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't the one that started it, you know? Cause, you just finished it, huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People thought they could pick on me because, I, you know, I, I look, I'm a happy kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy, goofy, you know what I mean? But I like held my own, though. You yeah. You know what I mean? So. Say, so ain't no bitch. Like, yeah. don't, don't, don't try me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hold it down. We're in the comics growing up. And the reason I ask is like, I, I love, like, comics. Like, I love oh. I love your new artwork that you got out Thank right. you, That's bro. That's so dope. Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, Not really. I wasn't. But I was into cartoons, though. You I know what I mean? Cartoons. I still yeah. watch cartoons now. Same. Man, I fucked around and watched the entire Avatar series with my kids. Is that good? Man, I love it. I'm going to check it out. Man, man. it is so good. It mm-hmm. is so good. Like, the, the last Airbender one is good. Mm-hmm. Um, And then they have, like, the continuation of that, which is, like, The Legend of Korra. It's, like, this okay. whole separate series line. And we watched that together, too. I wasn't fucking with that one as hard, but mm-hmm. the the original Avatar, The Last Airbender, the mm-hmm. f- bro... It's some of the best. I'm going to check it out, it bro. It is so good. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I wish they could do a live action version in the right way. Like, I don't understand why when you adapt to a live version, you have to fuck up the story. Like, the yeah. story was already good. It's already there. Like, let's just make that happen. Man, I pray to God that this Mortal Kombat movie is great. <laughs> like, I, that's like that's, that's that's the only thing that I, like, far as movies go, that's the only thing that I'm really concerned about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like really hope that they nail it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they fucked up Tekken. They fucked up Street Fighter. They made a Tekken movie? Yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, man. I don't even think I heard it's about it. It's on YouTube. It. Really? Oh, uh, okay. Is it a YouTube movie? No. Like, it, like, uh, like, it, it, it came to DVD. Oh, uh, but well, they go straight to DVD? Mm-hmm. That's probably why I never heard about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. They fucked up uh, Dragon Ball Z. I oh, man. Yeah, bro. I know they made that. You know, it's kind of. I, I never really got into Dragon Ball. Z. Really, I do, oh, dude. There's some, dude. My brother's into it. I know there's a lot of diehards. I yeah, know, man. man. Some of it was, and I didn't realize this at the time because I used to kind of watch Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. as a kid, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, one little like fifteen minute in real time scene will take like six Four episodes, hours, yeah. six episodes, seven episodes, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck? I didn't. Yeah. So sometimes I thought I missed a whole bunch of shit. You ain't missed none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So like, I'd, I'd watch it. I'm just like, oh man, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I can't even get. It. I probably could have got into it in that moment mm-hmm. and been totally fine. Yeah. But I just, I was like, fuck it. I'm not gonna get into it. I bet yeah. it's. I'm sure it's good. I have yeah. all the confidence. You gotta, it is. Man, it's influenced too much culture not to be. You would. You would have to really sit down and watch it from the beginning to like really understand it. Which one's first? Because I know there's like Dragon Ball and there's like Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. Okay. But you, you can. Skip that though. I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, but you can start at Dragon Ball Z when Goku is a when young man. Okay, you know what I mean. And that's when he finds out he's a Saiyan. Oh, okay. Because when when he was a kid, he had a tail, 
You know what I mean? And it turned into a, a, a ape and everything. They cut the tail off. Yeah. I remember but, that little character. There was like a young dude with a, like, he looked like a young Goku mm-hmm. when he had a tail. Flying on the cloud and everything. Yeah. yeah. So when he, so when Dragon Ball Z starts, his brother that he never knew he had came down to Earth. Because mm. Goku was sent to Earth to destroy it, you know, take over it. You so know what I mean? So are the Saiyans like their own race of people? Yep. Oh. It's it's like a warrior race. Oh. So they so they were born to be in combat. Okay. Like samurais, mm-hmm. but Saiyans. But in the main villain at that particular time, Frieza wiped them out. Because he was afraid, you know what I'm saying, of yeah, that, like, that's, race. That, that's yeah, that's like the, the tallish, like, purplish dude mm-hmm. with, like, the tail. Yep. Is his brain kind of exposed? Am I imagining that? Or does he just have, like, a weird head? He has four forms. Oh. Okay. So one of his forms is super long, like a shark's head. Yeah. Then he got another one where he's super tall and his brain, you know what I'm saying, is kind of out, out there. Yeah. His final form, he's a midget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, that's interesting. And he got, like, a purple, you know what I'm saying, little thing. Little stripe. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. See, man. It sounds like a fucking. It's 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 it's, it's dope, bro. It's Damn, dope, man. You it's sold, dope. You sold me for real. It's dope, bro. Where where can you watch it? You can watch it on Crunchyroll, YouTube. Yeah. Um, they got like different anime sites where you can check them out. Okay, it's not on like any like the major platforms or anything like that, like Netflix or. No, Hulu man. Or when Prime they do put it on Netflix, I'm gonna be. Every, I'm, I'm have a feel, dude. There. If they could get the rights to that, yeah. I feel like Netflix is gonna be gone here soon. Damn, you think so? I don't know how soon is soon, but I would say within five years. For real? The reason being, and maybe this is just my own opinion, mm-hmm. I know they're doing more and more creating their like their content. Mm-hmm. This whole thing with cuties apparently is kind of controversial. That, yeah. Like, so who knows who's running the fucking show over there? But yeah. that aside, they um they lost all of their Disney rights. Really? Yeah, man. Like Disney, because Disney created their own platform. Mm. Right, so they pulled all their Marvel shit. I mean, obviously, I think Netflix produced those, uh, like the Daredevil yeah. and Punisher, like those shows. So mm. I think they still maintain that. But all the Disney, all the Marvel, Star Wars, mm. it's all gone. Mm. That's all on theirs. Damn. DC has their own platform. Just everybody's creating their own platform. So I feel like they're losing rights. They're trying to get shit left and right. And from what I read, I think they're operating at a loss. Yeah. So. Damn. You know, I know they dumped a ton of money into comedy. They were like the place for comedy for a long time. Yeah, they're they're uh, they've been uploading like a lot of old shows. Yeah, yeah. See, I think they're trying to buy up old catalogs and shit. So I wonder how long they're really going to last. Like, I'm not a big fan of Prime, mm-hmm. but I mean, we have it because I have Amazon Prime. And yeah, you know, I don't for, I don't sure. really fuck with Prime. Either. They don't really fuck with it too much, but they got a couple good shows on there actually. You will watch the boys. I do, <laughs> I do. No, I haven't watched season two yet though. I heard they're doing that. Week by week. So, let me, I'll, I'm, I'm going to tell you, like, offline on where to watch it. You know okay. Oh, uh, you got the link? I got the link. Okay. Bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Right yeah. on. Yeah. So, I feel like they're doing okay. I don't think they're doing enough to maybe sell a lot of market share, but it's still an option. Yeah. Um, And then, like, Hulu. Um, you know, I ain't, I ain't really a big fan of Hulu. I'm either, not a bro. big fan, but they do have Rick and Morty, and they have a massive following on Rick and Morty. They do. Apparently, they have a few other shows that they like, but I'm just saying, if I'm just looking at the options that are out there, I mean, yeah. there's plenty of options for content. Every damn movie channel has their own, Facts. their own one. So it's just like, I just, I gotta wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they will. Yeah. But nobody ever would have thought Blockbuster went away either. I know. All right. 
I fuck with Blockbuster Heavy too, man. Man, there was nothing like when you're a little kid and you got to go to the fucking movies. Yep. Especially if you like stayed home sick from school or something. Hell yeah. Bro, and you had to go pick a movie. Yep. It's physically there. Mm-hmm. Shit, bro. Or like you feel or like it? get a get a get a video game. Bro. <laughs> like <laughs> sit all day in your room playing games. Kid like kids now would never get to experience that joy of a Nintendo or a Sega. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you know, playing those old school games. Man. Well, you well, well, I I take that back, cause Walmart has like a little, you know, what I'm saying system where you can play them games now. Yeah, you know, oh, it's not up there right now. I actually have one of those little Atari. Mm. Yeah, I mean, everything's just a computer. Yeah. So like they can make it happen, but yeah. it's still not the same. Yeah, <laughs> just that, like I they I still have the my Sega and all that, bro. I still got my Dreamcast. Yeah, Nintendo sixty four. You play that Goldeneye? Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, that and WWF, No Mercy. No Mercy? Yeah. Man, wrestling was so cool as a kid. Yep. You couldn't tell me it wasn't real growing up. I would I would fight you. I was so disappointed. And here's yeah. here's the thing though. It is it is predetermined. Mm-hmm. It's choreographed, but you cannot fake gravity. Yeah. That shit hurts. Oh yeah. Those dudes put their bodies on the line. Dude. They damn damn near every day. It's entertainment. It set it set the foundation for what MMA is today. Mhm. Right, I mean the 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 model that Vince McMahon created. Yeah. So man, I used to love wrestling, bro. The bro. Rock was my dude, boy. Who your who your top five? Like your your top five favorite wrestlers? Oh man, you know I've never really thought about this to be honest with you. Straight. Um, I so I grew up in the Attitude Era. Same. Right. So I actually used to watch WCW first. Okay. And then I went over to WWF. Mm-hmm. You know what? I did too, bro. Like when I when we got cable. The first thing I seen was Hulk Hogan as a bag. I'm like, damn, that's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he was a bag. Like they was throwing trash at him. I'm like, damn, this is interesting. Crazy shit, dude. What the fuck? I used to love WCW, bro. Um, So like growing up, um, I would have to say my all time favorite wrestler is probably The Rock. Yeah, like that's just like my man crush. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't think I'd really get too starstruck about anybody but probably him and he's just such a, a, a big ass persona yeah and here's the thing even though as i'm getting older now and and fortunately through like podcasts and like you know like you get to connect with people and you just kind of realize people are people yeah so i maybe met not so much now but the rock mm-hmm. um i used to love the red sting oh the nwo yeah. Wolfpack thing. yeah i love yeah. the wolf pack dude. yeah wolf, oh, wolf pack with them guys that was bro. That, ooh, that black and red yeah. dang dude yeah like I loved him. Um, dude, I really liked Mick Foley. Hey, man, that dude could take an ass whooping. Dude, he was crazy, yeah. man. Like, his, all of his matches were super entertaining, and I really loved um, the battles between him and The Rock. Yeah. Growing up. Like, that whole Mr. Sacco thing. Mm-hmm. You fucking throw that <laughs> motherfucker in your mouth. <laughs> so, man, you had this shit in your pants, man. You oh, sticking that in my mouth. Bro, you so nasty. So, so nasty. Um, I really liked X Pac. X Pac, yeah, that man, was... you could catch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, X Pac was my guy, man. Dude, he was he was so fun. And then, um, man, you know, like, it, man, who would be like a good? I loved so fucking many. I really liked fucking. It may be kind of a little bit of a tie. They're actually both in opposite organizations. So mm-hmm. I really like DDP. Okay. Diamond Dust. I love the, okay. the bag. Okay. And then, but I also fuck with Stone Cold, man. Like that's my guy, man. Stone Cold, beer chugging motherfucker. I like man. I like Stone Cold today as just a human being. Yeah. He's just a cool motherfucker, dude. He seemed like like he'll 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 be the perfect dude to chill and drink beers with and just. 
talk. Just a good dude, man. Just yeah, yeah but he fucking stop, stop, stop everything. He's yep. like, you're fucking fat. Beating, beating his boss's ass. Yeah, and bro. Like, Toss me my beer. Right, <laughs> man. Fuck my boss, man. Yeah, beer. yeah, man. Those are probably those are probably the top ones for me, man. What's up, man? Yeah, man. What about you? I I, I had to say Shawn Michaels. That's my favorite. Okay. of all time. Okay, The Rock. Uh, I think The Rock. Shawn Michaels is the best in ring entertainer to me, but The Rock just the best entertainer, like just the mic and all everything. That. He cut promos like no one else. Stone Cold, Triple H, uh, who else, man? Hmm. I have to say maybe. Hmm. That's a tough one. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, maybe uh. Probably Sting. Sting? Yeah, Sting 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 was pretty dope, man. He's, he's, man, he was around for a long time. Yeah. Long he went through a few different costume changes. Yeah. 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 He had the little you know the little fade with the little box. Uh then he turned into the crow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All yeah. that shit, yeah. We we uh, never got to see Sting versus the Undertaker, man. Nope, never had to Or Sting versus Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Man, I didn't know that. Yep. I would have thought they crossed paths. Nope. They Man. never they they never got around to it. Uh I was watching something on YouTube and they said Sting and the Undertaker was supposed to go at it really? at a WrestleMania, but like something happened to where they didn't, you know what I'm saying, sign the contract. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why they wouldn't make that one happen. That that would have been crazy. It's if you go on YouTube, it's I was just randomly like it it just random randomly popped popped up, but it was like a like a wrestling, you know what I'm saying, did you know? Hmm. But they was talking about all the matches that were supposed to happen at WrestleMania that didn't happen. Oh. They had some dope-ass matches. Really? Bro. Hell yeah. Dang, like who else do you remember? I think like ones? Stone Cold versus like Goldberg. <sighs> yes. Or like Stone Cold versus CM Punk. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, them three, though, Stone Cold versus CM Punk, Gold, Goldberg, and yeah. Sting versus The Undertaker. Those were the big ones. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I really, dude, back in the day, when Goldberg came on the scene, yeah, he was something else. He was, I remember I was a little kid, and uh, so, you know, you know where Farmington, Missouri is? Mm -hmm. So he, Goldberg came to, like, the J.C. Penney there. For real? Yeah, and so, like, everybody came the fuck out to try to, like, meet him and get an autograph mm -hmm. and shit. I remember I stood in line all day, and I didn't get to meet him. I Damn. was so heartbroken. <laughs> Damn. It's all bad, man. But it is what it is, man. It's like, dude, disappointment, like, builds character in life, though. It is what it is, but, like, yeah. he is a He's an exceptional athlete too. Like, oh yeah, I didn't ever. You you buy into the persona so much as a kid mm -hmm. that sometimes you don't realize that these guys are just people. Yeah, like, I didn't realize that he was an awesome football player. Yeah, and I think he maybe got hurt and just like didn't make it to that next level, mm -hmm. and then he went into went into uh into wrestling. wrestling. Same thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think he is a pretty exceptional football player as well. For real? Yeah, man. Yeah. So like these guys are legitimate athletes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but I really loved. The fucking the whole storyline with like the Undertaker and his brother Kane. Yeah, <laughs> I really thought they were brothers. I did, man. <laughs> I believe so much stuff. You couldn't tell me he up. wasn't burned. Yep. <laughs> I was like, damn, Kane, why you do that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to be like straight. You know what I'm saying? Like hurt, hurt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I was in. Uh, I was a little kid, and I my mom sent me to this uh like ymca after school care and like mm -hmm. summer camps and one of the counselors was just like you know he you know that's not real right <laughs> he's not really burned no um my boyfriend saw him in the gym in st louis and he didn't have like he, she was just like trying to ruin it for hey, me man i'm like 
No, it's not. It's real. Right. <laughs> Why you telling me that, right. man? Right, man. Try to just ruin dreams, That's man. man. Trying to tell me there's no Santa. Damn. <laughs> My dad told me it was no Santa. We was driving like one day. He's like, yeah, you know Santa ain't real, right? How I'm like, <laughs> I was probably like 10. I was like, I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. I was like. Fucked you up, huh? Like, yeah, I'll you know, buy you presents. Like, That's so fun. Like, you know, I knew there was no Santa from a very early age. One time I woke up, I was probably six years old, man. Mm-hmm. Walked in there. It was my mom and he, my soon-to-be stepdad. He was my stepdad. He was, they were just dating. They were in there wrapping presents and shit. Mm-hmm. I made up an excuse for him. I was like, oh, you guys are wrapping presents for Santa, aren't you? They're like, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I went to bed. But then, like, eventually my mom's like, no. Like, I would wrap the presents for my mom, for, like, my brother. And mm-hmm. I was doing all the wrapping. I knew yeah. that. <laughs> I, I knew there's no fucking Santa. Hell, yeah. After a while, I knew where they hid the uh, pre- Like, one day I had randomly, um, I was looking for something. And I went in my mama's like closet, and I seen like you know my my uh, PlayStation Two. <laughs> I was like, okay, so this this way they be hiding our gifts every year. You stumbled upon mm-hmm. it. That's a find right there. Yep. that's gold as a yeah. kid. I ain't say nothing though, but like she'd be like, man, you, you keep on playing, you ain't getting nothing for Christmas. I'd be like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You right. already you okay. already got it. Sorry, mom. I know what you got on mm-hmm. Black Friday. Right, it's cheaper. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing like the anticipation of Christmas as a kid. I couldn't sleep. That in the first day of school. Yep. Got your new clothes. Had my clothes like right right here next to me. <laughs> yeah, bro. You can wait for everybody to see your new shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill them. Kill them. Man, those are the days, boy. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I miss them days, man. Now I don't even get excited to, I don't get excited to get up like nothing. Yeah, yeah. The holidays are like, the same as they used to be. Unless I'm going on like a trip, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I can't sleep then. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep on the plane. Do you do a lot of traveling? Uh... I'm about to get back to it, man. Yeah. No, this this past this year, my goal was to make a trip every two months. Okay. So I went to uh, I went to Kansas City. I was planning. I had a show in Chicago. I was gonna go to L.A. Yeah. COVID. <sighs> Fucked it all up, dude. Yeah, COVID. Dude. Yeah. But uh, I'm going. My uh, birthday is uh October fifth, so. Next week I'm going to Miami. You know, oh, nice. chill, work on some music. You know what I'm that'd saying? That'd be a good inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Florida, you know, it's not my favorite place. I'm right. going to, like I said, I'm going to Orlando here in a couple fight. weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's not my favorite place. <laughs> it's uh there's nothing I don't have anything wrong with like there's nothing yeah. against beautiful beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in Miami. Like there's a lot of cool shit to do down this there. This is my first time going. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, so I went down to um it was just for a few days. I went to I didn't get to check out as much as I'd like to. I wouldn't mind going back to Miami exploring some more. I was mm-hmm. like more in like the Fort Lauderdale and then I do um, I have a guy that I know who I went to college with, so I kind of checked him out in Miami a little bit, and mm-hmm. it was it's cool. Um, the beaches are much nicer I found in Florida than they are, say, like California, for example. Okay. If we're yeah. talking coasts, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's some nice beaches in Florida. I haven't been there, but in general, as a whole, I bet there's a whole lot more nice beaches. Oh yeah, and just the water's a little bit nicer there. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I don't dig the flatness. Mm-hmm. I don't dig. Um, I don't dig the idea of all these lizards and. Are they got it, lizards out there? Oh, there's a lot of lizards oh, there, shit. but but then they have alligators. I don't want to live next to alligators. Fuck I don't fuck with boa constrictors. The Everglades. There's a lot of wildlife in there. Big ass bugs and shit. And then also, like I said, is that say it's flat? It's mm-hmm. very. Fl- I don't like flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I found, and maybe this is just me being critical of my own assumption. And mm-hmm. again. Fuck for it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I found just 
maybe because I'm just a little so chill, but the people are just a little bit more abrasive than I would For like. Real? Yeah, I mean, well, and maybe, and I'm just speculating, but there are a lot of Northeastern people who okay. retire there. Mm. I'd never heard as much, the excessive use of horns mm. as whenever I was in Miami. Bro, you'd be at the light, turn green, honk. One second. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, Damn. so many, the excessive use of horns is very real down there. That's so, crazy. It's not my favorite place, but... To, yeah, each, to each their own. Some people. My sister lives in St. Petersburg. She, she loves does. it. She loves it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, man, I, I like. I want to just be able to just travel, man. Just to travel everywhere. You know what I mean? And just see how different. You know what I'm saying? States and operate and the. You know what I'm saying? The way of life there. Expand your horizons, yep. right? So yeah. this is your first time going to Miami. Yeah. Florida in general. I went to Orlando like as a okay. kid to yeah. Disneyland. Okay. But okay. But uh, yeah, this is my first time going to Miami, but Florida just as a adult. As an adult, it's mm-hmm. a whole different experience, yep. right? Yeah, dude, that's dope, man. Yeah, Cali, I go there all the time. I you love California. I, I love it. I love the vibe. It's just high as a motherfucker, though. <clears throat> oh, dude, I took a month break and then I went out there and I got higher than I'd ever been in my entire life. For real? It was so bad. Damn. At one point, so my boy who I went to high school with lives out there, mm-hmm. and he was throwing like a smoke session and then mm-hmm. like an album release party. Oh, dope. And uh, just just the, the cones just kept going around. The blunts were going. I'm, so I'm smoking, I'm smoking, I'm smoking. And then, like, next thing I know, it, this girl had some motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> she, she brings out the dabs. Oh, shit. I took a motherfucking dab. I had to sit down. Now, I was too damn high. With the dab, do you smoke the dabs? I've, I've never done a dab. So I inhaled it probably more than they said you're supposed to do. I was mm. like, <gasps> they're like, you're just supposed to just. <sighs> Like a deep inhale and quick exhale, and I I held it because I don't, this is I'm a fucking Hoosier and that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I've always smoked. I take big hits and I I inhale that shit and hold it like mm-hmm. that's what I did. Either way, I took that shit, bro. And it's not the first time I'd ever done, but I was already so high. Yeah, I got too damn high. I started sweating. Damn. I had to sit down. I couldn't talk to anybody. I just really? sat there in this booth. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> just, record, just, just, I'm just, just trying to stay awake. I was just trying to stay awake, man. I was just, just, just feeling the vibe. I was just vibing at that point. Damn. I was just too high. It was, it was the, good though. Good times. People the, are so generous. The highest I've ever gotten was when I didn't smoke. I had like I, I got a contact. Oh really? I was like in eighth grade or ninth grade. <laughs> I was just like my homies were smoking, and I was just inhaling it. You know. What <laughs> I mean? Then I was walking home, and I was like stumbling, and it just looked like the, the street looked funny. And I just got home and just ate everything in the fridge. Like I think I, I ate half a whole watermelon, half a watermelon. I ate most of the barbecue my mom cooked. I was just hungry. Yeah, munchies like a mug, sounds man. Good. It was great. There's nothing like those first times when you're younger. Yeah. I've been smoking since I was 14 years old. Straight? Yeah. Dang. Started young, bro. Started young. You know, it pisses me off, though, because mm-hmm. there's, this sti- there's this whole stigma around it mm-hmm. all growing up. Like, it's, And even now, like yeah. people who aren't as educated on like. There's nothing negative about it. I was a very high level athlete. You know, most people I don't I don't smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I don't smoke it. I'm more of like a drinker. I'll drink like wine or okay. you know, alcohol. Yeah, to each their own. But people that I know that smoke, man, they smart as a whip. Very in- intelligent. You know Dude, I mean? there's just a lot of misinformation and propaganda surrounding the cannabis plant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um People always like to make the comparison of like cannabis and alcohol, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, cannabis actually has improved a lot of people's health mm-hmm. not break it down mm-hmm. and you can't say the same for alcohol mm-hmm. so it's just like 
I'm just of the thought process of like, let's just let everybody fucking live. For sure. Nobody should be going to jail for drugs. That's crazy. You shouldn't should. be losing your life. That should be a public health concern. You know what I'm saying? We should be getting people help if they really want to. Ha- if they're having issues with hard substances, we should help these people. We shouldn't lock them up. Facts. People shouldn't be going to jail for a motherfucking plant that grows all over the world. Think of all the people that went to jail for selling weed and now they legalizing weed. And not only that, during the shutdown shit, it became an essential business. Mm-hmm. Essential. That yep. means they were not going to stop selling weed, but we still got people in jail for that. Yep. That's crazy. And that's such a burden. Again, going back to you ruin your whole fucking life because mm-hmm. like, that's always on there. Yep. And it's like we're keeping all these nonviolent drug offenders in jail for what? Like That's uh, a burden on, on the system itself mm-hmm. as far as taxpayer dollars go. Yep. But that's what happens when you have a privatized penal system, man. Mm-hmm. You got to have growth. It's profit. Yep. People going to jail is profitable. That's money. It's fucked up. Big money. That's so fucked up, man. Yeah, man. That the whole system just fucked. There, there just needs to be so much changed. And in my mind, it's all so simple. Mm-hmm. But the whole process isn't simple, and mm-hmm. I don't know why it can't be simple. Sometimes, it's like it's easy to pass new laws. It's hard to get rid of laws, and it's like people make laws and they fucking they they slip in all these other clauses and shit, mm-hmm. and it's all agenda. Yep. Like why? That's all it is. Like it's. All these laws and clauses and stuff, it's just to help help them. You know what I mean? It's so obvious to mm-hmm. most people, yet we still allow it to happen. Yep. Like, you know, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Edward Snowden. I love Joe, Joe Rogan. Yeah, man, he's a master. He yeah. really, really is. I, I always hesitate whenever I'm, I'm you know, trying to uh, schedule people as a guest. And if mm-hmm. they don't know who I am, like, how do you, but, you know, introduce yourself and break it and like i never want to explain my podcast like in my mind it would be more simply like kind of think of joe rogan as far as i do try to keep a relaxed conversation because i mean at the end of the day man if you see a successful business model it's okay to emulate that for sure it doesn't mean i'm trying to be like joe rogan but so i I try to avoid using that as an explanation Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day man i i listen to his shit and i study it and like i'm a huge fan of his and he's doing it right yeah but he was talking to ever snowden and um, this is the first conversation because they just had a second one pretty recently. Um, Edward Snowden had made the comment of how we're at this place to where politicians, there's a, a political class. They are their own class of people separate from all the other citizens. Mm-hmm. And, dude, they're just humans, man. They're going to do things in their, in their own best interest. And it's evident. And it's mm-hmm. like we allow it to happen. It's almost like we're at this place now where there's the governed and the governors. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up, man. It is, bro. It's um, I don't know. It's like like you were saying earlier. It's just a lot of things that they need to change. Yeah. You know Do you mean? follow politics or anything? I don't like not to talk for real, about bro. Like it's, I, it's hard to keep up with, especially it, when you're trying to produce lot, your yeah. own shit, man. It's it's a lot, bro. Um, it's like wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like I don't I don't follow it as much, you know. But when when, when people talk about it, like I don't mind talking, you know. Yeah. But it's just I'm not as uh uh informed on like all the bills or things going on you know with the presidency right. and things like that which which i I need to i sometimes wish i was on. more informed on it right mm-hmm. like it's important especially yeah. as you get older yeah i'm just not but yeah i'll I, I be like man hey you know well when you're always trying to produce your own shit at the end of the day sometimes i just tell myself and i feel like i cut you off saying no, 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 about sure. that um i feel like when you're trying to produce something and build something mm-hmm. it's like 
whatever happens on Capitol Hill or whatever, like, mm-hmm. is it really going to affect me? To a degree, absolutely. I'm a part of this country, yeah. especially with this mad shutdown shit. Mm-hmm. Like, things are fucking crazy. It's affecting everybody right now. But it's like, typically, if the system was continuing to work the way it was, it's like, man, you can either get distracted by that bullshit or you can just focus on yourself and try to build something. Because yep. that machine is going to keep going regardless. Yep. And I'm, I'm, you know, on the, on the micro scale of my life, I can change what I'm doing now. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got to focus on this. To be honest, bro, this 2020 has been the best year. For productivity. For productivity. But like, this is, I've gotten more rest than I've ever gotten in my adult life. I felt like I've been extremely productive, musically, everything. Especially like fitness, you know what I'm saying. I really got to work out every day, go run, train. Uh, this was just a good year for me to get my mind right. Yeah, you know what I mean, dude. It's 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 all about making a decision. Yep. Right. It's like everybody has the same time. Yep. It, everything slowed down for everybody. Yeah. So it's like, what are you gonna do with this time? Man, a lot of people got big during uh this quarantine. <sighs> Let themselves go, man. They start uh. slacking. Man, I be like, God damn! Like, yeah. what you what, what you been doing? Eating everything. And eating, bro. Fucking Netflix and broke. Man, it's like this. This was the perfect time for people to really get in shape. Or you had the decision. Yeah, to make. yeah. Like, did you want to be better or do you want to get worse? Man, there's no staying still. No, nah, man. It, bro, it was just, just bad. But here's the beauty: like, you always have. You can you can change the momentum oh, yeah, for any sure. time, right? Yeah. It's like, but fuck, just, you you just gotta do it. Yeah, just gotta do every it every day, man. That's why I was telling you beforehand. Like, I started the seventy five hard program. Mm-hmm. So Andy Frisella, he owns a company called uh, several. He actually owns several companies. He's mm-hmm. like one of the top entrepreneurs in the world, dude. Dope. Dude, they just released um, top speakers in the world. He's like number fifteen in the world speaking. Mm-hmm. And he owns. You familiar with supplement superstores? Mm-hmm. That's his first company. Oh shit! And he owns First Form, and he owns some several other companies. And um, I, it's weird because, like, I know, I've know i known Andy for over 10 years. I actually worked for him back in 2009, 2010, before Dope. he was this massive, hum- like, uh, like celebrity entrepreneur type thing. Um, so, and I've had him on the podcast. We have a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, dude, what was my original point, bro? Oh, he created <laughs> – I, I got it back. So he created this program called 75 Hard. And like I was telling you, 75 days, you do those tasks – if you miss it, again, just for the listeners, the ta- and they're probably like, this motherfucker's talking about 75 hard again. Mm-hmm. But you, you read 10 pages a day because it's, 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 it's a mental toughness program. It's not just a fitness challenge. It's a mental toughness because it sucks doing anything for 75 days straight. Yeah. No exceptions. And mm-hmm. so re- read a book. So 10 pages a day, like a physical book, has to be like business-related or self-development, like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you, two 45-minute workouts. Um, mm-hmm. They can't be back-to-back. They have to be separated. You okay. have to make two deliberate workouts, but they're 45 minutes, and one has to be outside. Mm. Um, you drink a gallon of water every day. Mm-hmm. You f- pick a diet, whatever diet. You choose the diet, but you follow it. No cheat meals, no alcohol. Damn. And then you take a progress pick. Okay. And th- the progress pick is because it's like, well, one, when you see yourself every day, you may not see the changes. Yeah. And then also it's just like one little tedious thing. You got to pay attention to details because details matter. Mm-hmm. So you do those five things every day for 75 days. Mm-hmm. If you miss any one of those, you failed the day, you go back to day one. Mm. So it's 75 days straight. 
Now, this is a part of a larger program that he created um, called uh, is the Live Hard program. So right. it's 75 hard, and then there's three additional 30-day phases. Mm-hmm. And, like, phase one has its own task, and then, like, phase – and th- so it's, like, you can roll right into phase one if you want, mm-hmm. or you can take a break. But either way, it's 30 days. Um, that's the 75 hard task, and then you add – um, a five-minute cold shower, mm. you add 10 minutes of visualization, and then Andy created, he has this um, concept called a power list, mm-hmm. which essentially you take five critical tasks and, to work towards your goal, mm-hmm. and you do that every day. And Dope. it's like, like kind of how you win the day. Just like, okay. It's like a checklist. So you, add, you actually add three additional tasks to the power list, so you have eight power list tasks mm. every day. Okay. Um, and then that makes up phase one. So I'm actually, I finished, I just finished last week, last Thursday was my last day. I finished 75 hard. I did 75 hard last year, and then so I did another, I did it again this year. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the beginning of, of the uh, the shutdown, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I, I kind of fell into that same thing as everybody else. Just fucking watching Netflix. Yeah. You know, like, my jujitsu gym got closed for a couple months. Yep. It's like, I just kind of was not doing what I needed to be doing. And I knew I wasn't doing what i need to be doing so i had to be honest with myself i'm yep. like you know what man i the best i was whenever i did 75 hard last year like everything was just operating on all cylinders that's dope man so i did it i just i just rolled into phase one i'm on like day five or six or something like that right now mm-hmm. and my i kind of plan it this way because going into pants like i just feel sharper than ever like i said i'm kind of a little more confrontational right now <laughs> but like i'm just fucking on point bro like i'm in the best shape i've ever been Damn. i've just been I'm just, I'm just feeling like, like I'm gonna try it out. I'm just operating at my all-time high, and like the thing is, whenever you get more mentally tough, and whenever you, when you do operate at that level, you kind of tap into this dark place. At least I do a little bit, mm-hmm. and you don't have patience for people's bullshit. <laughs> None. I have no problem with me being more confrontational. I have no problem calling you on your shit and mm-hmm. telling you what the fuck I think. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Yeah. And more, I'm usually a little bit more laid back and kind of chill, but like, I'm just operating on this level. So. Yeah. I'm doing phase one right now, which is 30 days. And then after phase one, you have to take a 30-day break, okay. at, at least 30 days before mm. you can go into phase two. And that's okay. because it's like it's easy to get the momentum and like kind of – and it's like, well, now we got to take the training wheels off. We want to see, did you really ingrain this? For those 30 days, it's up to you what you do, but you're not on the program. Mm. So if you want to go off your diet, you can. If you don't want to work out, you don't have to. If you don't want to read, you don't have to. Mm. Um, it's up to you. It's kind of like a test. Yeah, man. He de- he very specifically developed the program. So after 30 days, then you can do phase two, um, which is, again, another 30-day uh, set, um, and you can wait as long as you want. And phase two is just 75 hard again, but only for 30 days. Okay. So just the five tasks for 30 days. After you do phase two, phase three, the very last phase, so the overall Live Hard program is a year long if you, okay. if you decide to do it. So it's like day one is when you start 75 hard, and then day 365 is you know the day right before your anniversary. Dope. So you can't do phase three mm-hmm. until the very last month of that year. Mm. Yeah, and then I can't remember what the tasks are. There's a few different ones. I, I know one is like you have to have a conversation with a stranger every day, mm-hmm. and you have to do like a random act of kindness, mm. and there's like the 75 hard tasks, and I think that might be – there. I can't – I don't remember, but it's like this overall like mental toughness year-long program. So I'm doing that, and yeah. the, my whole point is just like, man, I'm just trying to be sharp on my shit. Are you a people person? Not naturally. Okay. Not naturally. That's actually part of the reason why I started this podcast. Okay. I want. I don't naturally have empathy. I'm kind of more. Um, Just like it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I'm kind of more introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, 
being an athlete mm-hmm. for so long, especially in an individual pursuit, like you have your teammates and stuff, but it's still very individual. I spend a lot of time alone, mm-hmm. like especially doing this, like um, like you're always working on the computer or something, yeah. or whenever I was fighting, I'm just I'm, I'm running, I'm in the gym, training, yep. training. It's very individual pursuit, and I had my son whenever I was uh, a fresh or a sophomore in college. So mm-hmm. I was 20 years old when I had my son. Mm-hmm. I ended up, I, man, I wish I would make some better decisions, but like I had my son when I was 20, my daughter when I was 22, mm-hmm. I was married and I got divorced and mm-hmm. they're 10 and 12 now. Um, but like I grew up very quick. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I want to be respectful of your time. We're at an hour and a half right now. You straight, bro. Okay. <laughs> Try to be respectful yeah, of your man. time. Yeah, we jamming. Uh, all right, right on. So, um, I just, you know, because of that, I'm just like, heck man, like, I went to college full time. I still graduated within four years. Um, I did stop wrestling in college, but like I was working full time. Mm-hmm. I did start fighting while I, I, I had that itch to compete. Yeah. So like, I just went from wrestling right into fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was training full time as, as much as I could, like every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working. I was a father. Like whenever there's a lot going on in my life, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I love that. I love the chaos. Yeah. Like, that's how I work. I need a lot of things going on. That Man, that's. That's how I am, bro. And people don't understand it, you know what I mean? But that that keeps me focused. Yeah. Keeps me motivated and it keeps me busy. Dude, yeah, idle time is the devil's workshop. Cuz when I get idle time, I man, I I just I don't be tripping, but I I just spend a lot of time not doing nothing. Yeah. And I don't I don't like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll just So with the whole pan, pandemic I did spend a lot of time, like, resting, you know what I'm saying, sleeping or just lounge around the house and watch TV, you know what I'm saying, which was cool, you know what I'm saying, because I, I don't get to do that. But I was still productive. I still got my working stuff in, but I spent a lot of time, like, you know, just not doing nothing. Yeah. But sometimes that's good, though. Like, some, like you can't always work. Like, you got to you got to enjoy yourself, man, some, sometime. And that's one thing that I'm really – gonna start doing more you know as i'm older i'm 32 now so like over the same age yeah so you know <laughs> 32 you know i want to enjoy life man like you know travel more and uh you know just have just have fun like when i say like, i like work like i'm a i'm a i'm a grinder you yeah know what i mean right well, once you're passionate don't feel like work yeah 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 you're just doing yep yeah man i get that yeah so i like want to just you know just not all the time but you know just take some time while i just go chill recharge yep Dude, recovery and rest is so important. Mm-hmm. It's it's in, in like in the in the literal sense, like when you're sleeping, mm-hmm. like that's when all the gains are made. Like yep. it's not from working out. Like that's when you create all the trauma and the tears. Your body recovers at night. That's when you get stronger. Mm. That's when you learn. That's when your body starts encoding the things that you the information that you took in. Mm. So how well you recover is literally like how how like how much better do you want to be? Right. How good is your recovery? Mm-hmm. So it's important for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, like I said, like I don't feel sorry for people because I had all that shit. I was like, oh, I'm getting my shit done. Fuck you. Yeah. So with this podcast, I'm like, man, like I feel like empathy is so important. And yeah. at the end of the day, we all need each other. Mm-hmm. People are fucking awesome. People are rad. And I was yeah. like, man, I want to fucking connect with people, man. I want to develop this empathy thing. And um, like, this is the way to do it. Like, I love podcasting. I, like, I was a fan first because mm-hmm. there's a podcast for any interest. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, well, let me let me sit down and connect with people, man. Mm-hmm. Like, gain that empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like, build my own thing. I just took all my energy from fighting and went headfirst into this, building yeah. this brand, doing this thing. Yeah, and man, that like 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 you said, you was trying to, you know what I'm saying, be more social. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, naturally so. If I ask you that question, I wouldn't have known you was a, you know what I'm saying, an introvert and didn't like to talk. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the, the conversation, you know what I'm saying, is flowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, that's but that's good, though. You yeah. Know? You know what I'm saying? And this is one of your passions, so. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, I think if for anybody listening, it just kind of, like, lets you know that you can develop any skill. Facts. You just have to be willing to suck in the beginning. Yep. You'll get better. Oh, bro. Just keep like, moving. Ooh, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still nowhere where I want to be with like fighting but when i first started yeah my first time sparring i almost got my arm broke really yeah man like my like my shoulder still like really messed up tap really tap often yep yep i didn't know like i was supposed to like you know tap right off the bat mm-hmm. i was like i was trying to get pull out of back it. he put me in a triangle and yanked back I, heard probably, a, I was like oh he's probably a little bit of an asshole though yeah, man. He not, might be not on purpose. Yeah, but I mean, it it it, it was like tough love. He might not have been very experienced either. Who was no, it? No, he was uh, his name is Steve something. Like he like fought too. He Steve been Ward, nah. white guy, white guy, but bald head. You he sure had, wasn't Steve Ward. He trains with me now. That's why I asked. Okay, super. I, I like Steve. He he has a low cut though. Uh, I'm gonna have to find out. I'm gonna find out his last name. I'm gonna shoot it to I you. I bet it's Ward. But if he yeah. used to fight. I bet. I bet. Oh, Steve's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a crazy athlete. We should fuck around sometime. For sure, bro. <laughs> I would love to learn, man. Like yeah. I'm, I like want to learn. I'm uh, supposed to meet up with Justin one of these these days oh, and yeah. train with him. He said, "Yeah, man. Like, come on in, What buddy. you're doing is cool, man. But you need to come swim with the sharks." He's <laughs> not lying, bro. There's levels to this. Yeah. No offense to your gym. Yeah, that's what he told me. He said, "Yeah, man. It's 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 uh, it's a levels, bro." Well, at the end of the day, man. Like we we legitimately do have one of the best martial arts gyms in the country oh wow like we have put out like mike rogers and specifically has put into high level organizations a lot of he was tyron woodley's original coach mm. they kind of you know they split ways and kind of fell out back in the day but he was with him and all his strike force fights um he was his high school wrestling coach so oh, wow he was there in the beginning like all strike force um i think Maybe one UFC, maybe. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Maybe he didn't co- corner him in the UFC. They might have split ways right as that was going. Um, but we used to have a guy by uh, Matt Rice House when he fought on Strike Force, and Strike Force was huge. Um, dude, we fuck. Uh, who else started with us? Andrew Sanchez, who currently fights in the UFC, started mm-hmm. with us. The problem is we get, we get a lot of people in the UFC, and then they go, they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I've trained with so many people in the UFC over here. We've had Corey Anderson come in, Michael Johnson, Michael Chandler, obviously Tyron Woodley. Um, dude, just countless fucking high level. I've Zach Cummings has come in there. He currently fights in the UFC. He owns a gym in Kansas City, Glory MMA. So like, dude, we just like it was the place for people to come. Jake Ellenberger, who was, had a long career in there, like people would come in and train with us. You know, uh, Marco Hutch. I don't think I do. He he um uh, he goes by the name Afro Samurai, but he's oh. a he's an up and coming like fighter too. He, he, oh, he he's had a couple fights. Black guy. Like my skin complexion, uh-huh. about your height, maybe a little shorter really? as an afro. What weight class do you know? I don't know. Oh, okay. But he's he's probably like, he might be around your height. I mean, oh. your like weight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's pretty dope though. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, A current UFC fighter who, I, I hesitate even saying, I don't want to say it, never mind. It's, <laughs> it's bad blood on that one. Damn. I don't even want to say his name. Yeah. Um, but dude, we've just we've had a lot of good guys come out of our gym. We currently have um, Julius Inglicus. He fights in uh, Bellator right now. Mm, um, he's he's a light heavyweight. He's like number eight on their top ten list. Wow. Yeah, dude. EJ Brooks has come out of ours, and he's fought. On, dude, he back in the day when Bellator 
first came out, he was wrecking fools for real? in Bellator. He's just a, he's a high level athlete too. He's mm-hmm. really he's actually the head wrestling coach now out out of Cahokia. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, really good dude. Um, just so many high level athletes. So it's like we have a really good program, and then overall for our jiu-jitsu, which mm-hmm. is we're under lineage is really important in martial arts, mm-hmm. and we have a pretty legit one. Um, we're under Rodrigo Vagi. Um, he taught like at the original Gracie Academy in Brazil. Mm-hmm. He's a black belt under Hickson Gracie. Who, I don't. A, yeah, you familiar with Hickson? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's pretty much unanimously considered the the best of all the brothers. Yeah. Um. So we're under that lineage. So it's like for jujitsu and Team Vagi, we got a strong program. Was a was a Hickson Gracie the only one to to like beat Ito? Was a Japanese cat called like the like the Gracie Killer? Or like some, but like know. one of the Gracies beat him though, cause he he was taking out all of them. Was it in Pride? I don't know. Uh-huh. It's a documentary though. Really? It was a Japanese cat. Like they nicknamed him the Gracie Killer. Really? Oh yeah, I out. remember that documentary. It was yeah. Like the, yeah, that was a Pride fight. Yeah. Okay. That was Hickson. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. They 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 say Hickson was that dude. He was, man. He was that dude, and and it's weird because in most sports, people usually argue. It's like, no, it's him or it's him. It's like it's unanimously mm-hmm. Hickson Gracie. Mm-hmm. He was the family champion. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So we have some really good lineage. So as far as jujitsu, we have um, like. There's there's other good instructors and shit and like I'm I'm not like a, I this is just my opinion coming out at the moment. I've noticed there's a lot of pride in lineage sometimes and it mm-hmm. can also kind of lead people to be like, uh, we're the best and nobody else is good. Yeah. And I there's we there's some other good people in the city and shit, but like we got a very strong lineage. But my my like sensei told me like you know to go to different spots and like learn. Check them out, man. He, uh, For he, sure, uh, learn. He, uh, he, uh, he uh, broke down like why George St. Pierre was so good. Like, he's like, you know why George St. Pierre was so good? Like, how he got good at all them skills? Yeah. Because he went to a, a boxing gym. He wasn't the best one there, but, you know, he learned something from, from there, learned something from here, 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 and then he just put mind. it all together. Yep. Yeah, I'm all about keeping the open mind. Um, So... Th- we always like to say that you can you can take our belt anywhere in the world and mm-hmm. it will stand up. Mm-hmm. So not all belts are created equal, and that's very true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man, we got a strong system, man. Come check, on, yeah, I'm starting through, bro. Check us out, bro. Is it so so you and Justin train to uh, to uh, to together. Yeah, what, same one. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, I saw gotcha. Justin last night. He was uh, we talked his class together last night. What's up, bro? Yeah. I'm sliding through, man. <laughs> Come on out, bro. For sure, man. Yeah, you're a martial artist. Yeah. Little... I'm man, like I'm decent, you know, but I'm. I, I definitely can get better. You know what I'm you saying? You got a good friend. You remind me of Bruce Leroy. Like in I your appreciate friend. it, man. Thank, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. That's an iconic figure right there, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good dude. Yeah, man. Well, shit, dude. Let's wrap this up, man. For sure, um, man. Dude, uh, you got a lot going on, so I want to kind of leave you with the floor. Like, how can people check you out if they want to check you out, man? I you mean, can you got check a lot me of different out. avenues going. You can check me out at uh, bovember.com, and that just has all my information. Okay. Uh, or Facebook, I mean, Instagram, Bovember Dean. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, type in Bovember Dean. I'll pop up. Uh, yeah, man. And all my information is on there, Dope. man. And I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, too. Appreciate so it, it'll bro. be easy, man. So Appreciate it. My man, dude, thanks for Thank coming. Thank you, bro. Through, it was bro. an honor, bro. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Till next time. Peace. Hey, guys, thank you for listening. Again, if you did get value out of that, just leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Um, subscribe if you aren't, and then tell a friend. Um, and then big shout-out to Jombo Superfoods. Go to jombocbd.com. Check out their full line of products. Um, they are producing the highest quality CBD products out there. Um, everything is laboratory tested. You can check out those results 
on their website, and it's all high quality premium ingredients. It's high. This is hand. This is handmade quality shit here, guys. <sighs> Name that movie. Um, love these fucking guys, man. They are typically doing buy two, get one free. So throw two of an item in your cart. You'll get the third one for free. And then for our listeners of this show, you can save 20% off of your entire order when you use the code outside at checkout. So use the code outside to save 20%. And then again, if you throw two of an item in your cart, you'll get the third one for free. So go to jombocbd.com and check them out. Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. We'll be back soon with another conversation and a new perspective. I'll check you guys out later. Love ya. Bye.